listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. This episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Enjoy smoother, clearer skin with Bevel. I like it and I use it and my skin is clear and smells fresh and is always nice. Uh, for a limited time, get 20% off of your next shipment with Bevel. Check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt, all lowercase, and you will automatically have the promo applied at checkout. That's getbevel.com slash tbgwt. Don't let your loved ones leave home without it. It's funny how money changes situations. Son. Miscommunication. <laughs> My emancipation don't fit your equation. Sean. I was on the hump on every station. Oh. Someone, someone play young Lauren like she dumb. Dumb. <laughs> not a game new under the sun. Son. Everything you did have already been done. done. I know all the tricks from bricks to King King Hey. <laughs> welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live. We on are. And a very early start time for us on a weekday because it's a snow day. Mm-hmm. it's karen the return of karen's annual i'm not going to work and let me tell you why uh rant that she does every year about this time it's and hilarious. i try to remind her that i'm not trying to make her go to work and i don't work at her job <laughs> and i have i i would like her to stay home as well and be safe and uh does not stop the rent i don't i just let her know just to keep going it's fine it's fun i never thought about that but she was like she telling me like i'm her boss to go tell her no or something yeah i'm the one that's i I was the one who started the why the hell are you going to work it's crazy out there uh years ago and then karen uh once she joined my team i didn't realize she was gonna be so enthusiastic on team stay home that uh it was gonna become a yearly ritual of i'm gonna tell you what's not gonna happen so oh, i don't got oh i'm old and black and i'm to the conclusion where i know jobs don't give a damn about you and i have gotten in wrecks mm-hmm. uh actually going to work in the snowstorm mm-hmm. and one of the wrecks was a hit and run so my black ass learned and they i don't it put like this if it ain't good enough to get your if your child ain't getting ass on the school bus i'm not going well karen you ain't got no kids i don't give a fuck if it ain't good enough for your kids it ain't good enough for me um <laughs> speaking of which we have uh bossy ikby on the show you guys may know her from um the fact that we do this too much together um which has has morphed into a show where we just talk about tv and uh whatever's on our minds uh at the time right. and whatever show we want to cover really uh it has become that um but uh for those that if you somehow listen to the show and you don't listen to our recaps of atlanta insecure or this is us i'm i'm very ashamed of you to be honest um but um she is the official uh step pearson and award-winning singer and best female actor in the motion picture 1972 best co-supporting actress 2016 for fences along with viola davis golden globe winner and future vp candidate for 2020 and author of the upcoming book i'm telling the truth but i'm lying available for pre-order on amazon barnes and noble books a million and indie bound it's bossy mm-hmm. hey bossy hi hello everyone thank you for coming on yes thank you for, thank coming you for having me on. and some- um, i hear an echo uh-oh. uh-oh oh you might need to refresh if you refresh the echo yeah, should I- go away gone it oh. 
right, it'll, it'll be fixed in a second guys. okay no problem i'll wait till she come back because i want her to hear what i got to say okay no problem it only takes a second you know how it is with mm-hmm. the, the internet these days all right she's back okay something i wanted to say about you and bossy i don't watch this too much hello, I hello, hello. oh can you okay, hear, hear us, us? uh oh now she can't hear us at all hello oh no she can't hear us hold on let me tell her in the chat oh can you hear can us hear you um so she refreshed again okay all right man they just not trying to let us be great right now oh we're gonna be great the snow is a hater the snow is a hater yeah uh bossy can you hear us can anybody hear us can y'all hear me in the chat uh okay they can hear me in the chat we just can't hear bossy now and the can't. snow is the 53 percent oh no oh god no uh what is happening um all right hold on. she just texted me matter of fact let me pause this there's no need for the people to hear this later all right it wouldn't be a show with bossy if we didn't have some technical difficulties <laughs> uh karen i believe you were in the middle of telling us how awesome we were or something i was i was gonna say i was gonna wait till bossy came back because i wanted you and roger to know i don't watch this too much but i listen to your recaps and it is like story time to me uh i have my own ideas of the characters and things like that <laughs> some of them i know the only but and roger know how how i am with tv i only know characters by their character they play a lot of people i love i don't know their real names but i do know mm-hmm. Sterling k brown like that's the only person that i know like period <laughs> so i love sitting back and listening to you guys talk about the show and your love for the show and, and all the other things that y'all talk about it it brings me so much joy and now i understand how people listen to us when we cover the walking dead and game of thrones they'll be like well i don't watch show i just love story time and that's kind of how i feel when i listen to y'all it's like story time well oh that's so sweet thank you for listening we appreciate you we need every listener we can get out here <laughs> so we just are trying to do our thing over there mm-hmm. also like we have the there's this app called not app a website called chartable and it keeps track of how your podcast is ranked in different countries and stuff mm-hmm. and i gotta say we're doing quite well in africa like namibia Yay. uh <laughs> like nigeria um, you're welcome you're and welcome. that's what i was gonna say is i think mm-hmm. it's all bossy i think yes. i have to give bossy all the credit now kevin hart is number one in all those countries too so i don't know uh what that Listen, means <laughs> why don't you just focus on the positives like i don't know why you're reaching going back in tweets to find the negative can't we just focus on the good shit? <laughs> but we are ranked and we are consistently right <laughs> so uh hi hi to the motherland uh thank y'all for listening to us thank you um so bossy man what's been up man how you been um since the week that i haven't spoken to you no since the hour (laughs) we we talk a lot guys Um, yeah we talk shit sorry (laughs) we can't ever turn on each other because then (laughs) nope y'all 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 both will be canceled our tag screenshots would, would destroy everybody's careers honestly i was telling a friend of mine i was like nowadays when i'm talking to a friend and i'm just being like real honest like not social media honest but like right. real honest if they take too long to write me back i'm like 
fuck, they're screenshotting and tweeting everything <laughs> I just said. I'm about to log in and be canceled. Like, did they just save this audio file I sent them? Because I said some things. And is, is it on a Google document somewhere? A I, would, I would hate for the year that I become a host of the United Nations uh, Awards. <laughs> come back up. For this to happen. And be like, well, you know, he wasn't always so friendly towards everybody. And then blah, blah, blah. No, he wasn't always woke now. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Um, I'm about to win the Heisman and it's over for y'all hoes. Listen, <laughs> I have a file, a secret file of the things you said when you were 14. And uh, <laughs> I think you have a lot of explaining to do. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I like that that kid that had the Heisman um, and then his tweets got exposed from when he was 14. Um, a lot of people went, this is proof that Twitter is uh, going too far and it's you know as a kid like we we all would have to apologize for things we said at 14 and uh and i do kind of agree like that it, it does go too far times and there's like a kind of weird we're in a weird area now where we're holding quote-unquote 14 year olds accountable um which can go both ways right like sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but at the same time that kid also did a better job of apologizing than a 40 year old man like mm-hmm. I, I was like these kids are light years ahead of us because they just grew up in the area and they're like okay so the right thing to do here is to be accountable you can't duck, duck it or dodge it i can't really just delete the tweets and pretend it didn't happen like they already know you know it's sad in a way but it's kind of cool in a way because they they handled the shit so much better than us yeah and, and they're forced to be social media savvy which yeah. is not trying to find something uh, the older people don't have to because the, the weird part we're at an age where there has been less internet like we've been more offline than online mm-hmm. and a lot of these people mm-hmm. are showing how offline people did they they respond online how they would respond offline and most people offline probably agree with them because they don't really give a fuck because they're not online right but right. online society functions completely different mm-hmm. and you can't be out here saying the same shit and expect it to be good mm-hmm. and expect people to be positive about it. it just doesn't work like that and so I think that with the child being raised up in this, he goes, somebody got a hold of him and was like, hey, you need to apologize. Whatever happens, happens. But if you don't apologize, this will become worse. Yeah. I mean, the kid will be fine yeah. because he did step up and apologize. But, right. you know. But my, my concern, um, my concern is that as much as I appreciate and respect the fact that people are quick to be like, yep, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry. I don't think it really changes the behavior because one thing that I talk about a lot offline is the fact that people are now learning the language mm-hmm. of atonement and learning the language of, of, of social justice, quote unquote, but they're not learning the lessons. And I think when we're so quick to be like, you have to apologize and then you have to do, you have to give like a hundred thousand dollars to this organization or that organization, the person isn't really getting the lesson. They're just mm-hmm. trying not to get in trouble, which mm-hmm. is like with E. Um, but E, uh, I have to be very careful when he's on punishment. It's like, I, I need you to know what you're in trouble for because right. otherwise you're just like, oh, can't do that again. I can't right. be caught doing that thing again. And that's not what the lesson I want him to get out of it is. And that's the thing, though. Like, we've never been assured of that. Like, internet before, after, whatever the next thing is. The mental net is probably the next thing. It's just going to be in our brains. Like, 
like there <laughs> we'll never be sure people changed and we'll never be sure that they learned the right thing um there's really no way to be sure without actions yeah, but and, and i can tell you this much in the immediacy if the people that are like fuck that shit i'm doubling down those people while they oh, may yeah. be, be they may be honest we have learned that one they're obviously not taking the right steps but then two yeah. they're they'll they almost never get there like they're they're just like fuck it this is me and you know you can respect it a little bit but i'm like damn that's even worse than i'd rather a work a whack apology than the double down almost like you know like yeah I, it's it's a doubling down that i don't understand i yeah. think that 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 not every like we've proven not every conversation is med, meant for public consumption right so so if it if i know that it's going to alleviate a bunch of especially if i think if i know that i've changed mm-hmm. like let's say kevin hart for example i apologize it was you know it was x amount of time ago i shouldn't have done it blah blah blah, blah. i don't believe that now and i apologize because it showed up now and the person that i am now can't uh, can't tolerate the person I used to be. And for that, I apologize. I've grown since then. But instead of like, well, shit, fuck it. Like that shit is the one that I can't really, I can't get with that. But there is a way to apologize that, 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 um, that brings light to the fact that you did do this thing once upon a time and that since that you've learned that you're not supposed to do that anymore for the reasons that it hurts people. It's dangerous. It's violent. It's that this down the third but i don't think people are doing that just like oh sorry or they're saying fuck you i said it and what right. and those th- th- there's a there's space again nuance there's space in between that people don't seem to want to live in true yeah, yeah. Karen, what were we gonna say i'm but, sorry a, a because i think bossy everything has to be black and white online like it literally has to be right and wrong black and white you know yeah. him or her you know battle the sexes everything almost has this hard line but in reality, even people on social media float in the gray. Mm-hmm. And the people on either extremes act like the people, it's something wrong with the people that float in the gray. It's something wrong with people that go online and actually truly share, hey, this is how I feel, or these are the things that's happening, or I'm trying to, to figure this out on my own. And those, both of those extremes act like something's fucking wrong with you for quote unquote being truthful. How dare you? It's like everything has to have a, uh, stick to it everything has to have a you you you're trying to it's a purpose behind it other than you just being truthful it's right. like everything i say is a trick and the thing is what's fucked up yeah. is that for both of those parties that's them they're about points they're about mm-hmm. winning they're about not who's right and wrong Being but right but right. Right. Did, did my side get the most retweets did my side get the yeah. most you know yeah. cheers it's, it's content right and it's content right and, and the early days of twitter was about that it was right. about you know, when we first did, we even have retweets in the first. It, no, you have to manually retweet, right? Yeah, that's true. like For cut a long and time. paste, mm-hmm. right? And then write RT or write quote or whatever. Oh yep. God, Stone mm-hmm. Ages! We have to use a chisel and a hammer <laughs> to carve out the hieroglyphics, um, right? But but back then, ev- it was the wild, wild west, and everybody was trying to get followers. Hey, friend, be a friend back and. And follow me, I follow back and retweet this or, oh, LOLs and all the hearts and all the, emo- not even emojis, the emoticons. Like, that's what people were going after. And once people realized that the most outrageous shit was getting the most reaction, people were saying some pretty outrageous things. Right. And a lot of people learned to either, remember when you could delete your your um 
when you deactivated, that was it for your account. It was mm-hmm. done. You couldn't reactivate. It was done. A lot of people did that. And a lot of those mm-hmm. same people who were leading the charge in this performative outrage and a lot of this performative, I'm sorry. Right. If they had their original accounts, they'd be done. Right. They'd be done. That's... Twitter after dark. Uh, was it third shift Twitter or third wave? Yes. I don't remember what it was. And they participated, but all that stuff, it'd be over. Yeah. The other part of it is, um, because, the impetus of the people that are finding these kind of things these tweets and stuff um isn't necessarily genuine or on the up and up it leads to this whole other discussion that we're having right now which is like okay so why is this a thing and why are we making people like kind of like waiting for people to have a a moment that people go oh they're they have a good thing happening to them let's go find how they haven't been perfect let's go find where they fucked up it doesn't matter how long ago it was let's kind of create this this controversy again you know um and i've seen it kind of weaponized other ways where it's like the alt-right doing it. it's not always yeah. you know the coming from the social justice people sometimes it's just coming from people that just want to cause harm to another person um yeah. and so yeah it's it's to me i've looked at it kind of like natural disasters right like is i don't know good or bad i just know it's unavoidable like everybody now has to start thinking like what the fuck is gonna happen to me when it's time for my when it's my time you know what i mean like it's it's not fair uh at this point because i just think it's it's just like a um uh law of nature is gonna happen right but so then the other part of it is how do you react to it and so far what i've seen is the bar is kind of low because so many people have doubled down and fumbled it if you just kind of acknowledge you fucked up you kind of people have to let it go to a certain extent like um the most disastrous ones are always the people that go fuck that i'm not apologizing and that's how it gets it's like they feed the other people feed off of that and then it's back and forth the whole time but you know i was thinking of some examples like trevor noah when he had like Mm. tweets resurface when he first got the daily show job i no one brings that up anymore no one people might not think he's funny people might have been upset about the tommy lauren interview all kinds of shit everyone forgets about those tweets you know the woman from snl who got the job and they and she's like a, the first latinx latina woman to get that job and then people went and resurfaced her old tweets yeah nothing like in a way they're becoming a boy who cried wolf like you're going to end up making this mean nothing for people um and maybe that'll be better to some extent is when we're sitting up here trying to come through a 13 year old tweets maybe it'll be better when people go that's not as big a deal as y'all think it is you know but what 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 bothers me and again i'm not trying to minimize Mm -hmm. um the harm caused by some of this rhetoric like the 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 way it kind of poisons the society like i'm not trying to excuse that at all but there's something to be said about the fact that it's always when somebody has just done a thing yeah you know what i mean like it's they've just done a thing like for me if you were to say oh my god karen and i just i don't know podcast ultimate thing i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we just got a podcast movie y'all we did it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all in gifts um like if you did that i'd be like oh my god congratulations woo yay my friends did this thing mm-hmm. i wouldn't be like huh let me search your name and a bunch of derogatory terms for every right. single ethnic group or minority or marginalized community i can think of and see what comes up like right. that level of thinking is what fucking like 
blows my mind. Like, why would you do that to a, a 19-year-old kid, who football player? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, maybe a little bit Kevin Hart shit is on video. Like, it's Hulu streaming right now. But, like, some random kid who won Heisman, like, I don't I don't get that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting, like, today. Oh, go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. No, uh, to, to answer your question, Bossy, I think, in my personal opinion, there are a lot of miserable people online. I've come to this conclusion. Yes. There are a lot of miserable, jealous, petty, envious people online. They're on, they're like this online and they're like this offline. Mm-hmm. And they bring those characteristics to a uh, public platform. Right. And there are people, and I've come, uh, the, I've known this, but the older I've gotten, I've got a better understanding. There are going to be some people that aren't going to like you just because you exist. Yep. You don't have to do anything to them. You don't have to interact with them online. You don't have to breathe their way. You don't even have to know they exist. Mm-hmm. They go, I feel a way about you because of X, Y, and Z, whatever's within them. And next thing you know, if everything, sometimes something good happens to you, they got to bring up where you fucked up. They got to bring mm-hmm. up how yeah. you're not perfect. They got to talk about how you aren't shit because there's something yeah. within them that won't let it go. And the thing about yeah. social media, I realized that those people exist online too. And for a lot of those people, they want you to stay stuck. And a lot of those people are the same people. Like Roger talking about that dim bot, that, that um, what you call that, a diagram? What is oh, the Venn diagram. A lot of those people cross because... Right. A lot of those people will be the same people talking about forgiveness. A lot of those people will be the same people talking about um, uh, apologize. A lot of those same people will be the same people talking about people grow, people change. Mm. I've grown. I've changed. But when it comes to the person that's not their fave, they don't want to hear that. I realize a lot of times online and offline, a lot of people don't have the same compassion, empathy, or sympathy that they do for themselves. Yes. They never extend that to right. anybody yes. else. Unless you my yeah. fave or unless I, I, I fuck with you, okay, all of a sudden it's excuses. All of a sudden I, it's nuanced. All of a sudden, whoa, 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 let's, let's, let's talk about it. But if you won't like them or, or yeah. they're not your fave, all of a sudden we have to go down. I got to hunt everything that you've done. Well, a lot yeah. of it's like envy, jealousy, um, pettiness like it's not even coming from a good place that's mm-hmm. like i said when i said it's gonna die out i don't think it's gonna die out because people are gonna say the like it's not important that someone was homophobic anymore it's not important that people are racist or whatever it's just gonna die out because people are gonna get tired of being like wait a minute why is this being brought up like yeah. what like what is the thing do you think they should not get this opportunity is that the thing is it because the next person would do it better is it because i think that's gonna die out you want the opportunity right do you I want it yourself are starting to notice that people are starting to notice now right. that whenever something happens certain people show up and then put their name on the list mm-hmm. as of like i was seeing i'm not on twitter right now but right. i was seeing on um with the whole Kevin Hart thing, I was seeing, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. Uh, but I was seeing like people posting tweets and I was like, why in the world would the Oscars choose you to host person with 500 followers? Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense, but like people pitch themselves in that way. And it's like, that's not how things work. Like just because social media has shrunk the world in the sense that now you are accessible, you can see, you know, you can, you can reach out and, you know, figuratively touch a celebrity and put you in proximity of them there's still a lot of space there as far as where they are and who 
and who they're visible to. There's so many people who have these huge followings on social media. But when you when you ask somebody like, "Hey, do you know sons?" They don't know that person. Mm-hmm. They don't right. know that person at all. Right. And it and they and I think a lot of people and I say this all the time. They get they become victims of their own press packet when they believe all of only the good shit that they know about themselves, as though nobody else can also find stuff that isn't great about them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really. It's it's just really it's just really tricky to me because I feel like also and I was talking to a friend of mine earlier, so much of this shit would would lessen if people would just go to therapy. Right. Because a lot of the times you're mad at that kid in math class who bullied you when you were twelve. You're mad at your stepfather. You're mad at that dude or that woman who wouldn't give you the time of day. That's who you're really mad at, and that's cool. But you have to have a conversation with, about it with somebody, and not like have these campaigns online. I mean, the worst part is <laughs> the worst part is that we all know, like, because I talk, we, me and Bossy, we talk about this all the time. I was like, everybody got the same people muted everybody got mm-hmm. the same people unfollow like everybody knows something's wrong with these people and like the worst thing for them would be people just kind of talking about it openly because for the most part of it happy people don't really spend a lot of time trying to like win the online debate or the battle with folks like Mm-mm. you know like if i can close my phone and go off into my life then i can just then that's something for me that um you know this kind of ceased to exist right like motherfuckers like sometimes i found out in my life people have had one-sided beefs with me where i'm just like wait you haven't liked me for all this time and i haven't even thought about not liking you or i thought we were cool like what's happening here like my default was we must be straight and then you find out no i didn't like you because of this this and this you're like Mm -hmm. okay well you had that fight by yourself i'm not participating in it i'm gonna go off and live live life i'm gonna leave my house i'm gonna do things that are fun i'm gonna talk to loved ones i'm gonna you know move some of these conversations i'm having offline those things have i know those things have helped me a lot you know um yeah because you can't get caught able up. To, 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 to um to bounce things off with somebody like listen i've went this way online but i feel like maybe i was a little off let me check with somebody else who right. really knows me and who lets me work through the process of it you know what i mean so i don't know now i've talked to people before where i was like you know and if if they're my friend right let's keep because yeah. if i'm not your if you're just an acquaintance and not my friend yeah. <laughs> no offense but i'm not trying to do all that work with you you know what i mean <laughs> like it's you know that like labor? yeah mm-hmm. that emotional labor i want to be mm-hmm. uh hit my cash app before i talk to you <laughs> nah but there's certain people where i'm just like what the shit you're going through is too complicated and too much for me to deal with so you're on your own but there's people where if they're my friend i'll be like well it could be this like have you thought about maybe this issue that you're concerned about is more about this thing personally or whatever and you know if you have a a good enough friendship or relationship with somebody a lot of times they'll listen and be like oh okay i feel you like this is about my own fear around this this is about my own concerns because most of the shit does go back to us you know like our personal experiences today i had um a lady who um so i shared this post of these two women who got married and they were stunning like they were mm-hmm. like they stunted on all of us and i was just like straight marriage is over <laughs> like the, the gays have taken this shit to the to where we were all scared it was gonna go they are more swaggy than us they have better style than us they looking better like 
those women looked all the adjectives like i'm talking like handsome sharp beautiful pretty like all like all the adjectives yeah yeah (laughs) like they slayed that shit and so um you know and they're uh, playing ball too yeah (laughs) Yeah, somebody was like is this a wnba i said i don't know i I don't even know these people i thought it was a wnba (laughs) play i really did i didn't i don't know who those people were i just was like envious of just how fucking dope they looked and i was like like the heels set off the pants suit come on and then like the hill and somebody and uh i was like this is the problem with short men this is the reason we can't step up the game for a straight marriage because a short man wouldn't put on some heels because he'd be too worried about being masculine no them heels set everything off that's what the whole photo changed because of them heels anyway and inside the jacket lots of heels anyway all right so um i shared this um my facebook and so i never know what's gonna go what on my facebook you never do hundreds of people start sharing it liking it and all this stuff and i was like cool and normally when that happens i have to start turning off the notifications because you'll go crazy Mm -hmm. um and so the person who did the makeup for the couple um saw my post and they posted on on their page like black men are the weakest link they um this tagged me roderick morrow made this post hating on these women for getting married and um you know it's like this is what's wrong with us blah 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 and i and it, and it's so funny the way my facebook is set up it asked me permission for her to tag me like can she tag you to this post and put it on your page i was like what? i was like oh um yes actually you can tag me to this and put it on my page because i want to comment and so i commented <laughs> and i was like i would never in my life do some shit like that i love this picture it was great it's uh and she also said he stole it from my page and took didn't give him credit and stuff and i was like wow I, right right and so i was like this first of all this picture is amazing um the i i love this picture i was doing nothing but complimenting these women because y'all did that okay <laughs> like this yeah. shit was amazing like y'all like every i said everyone in my thread on my page receiving compliments because they know i don't play that shit and i, I don't kick it with people like that if they would have mm-hmm. had some some slick shit to say they would have had to get their ass up off my page too um but i was like um and also i didn't know that you did the pictures or whatever because i saw it on twitter and it didn't have a credit to it but Mm-mm. i was like you know i would love to give you credit because you did the hair and the makeup and they look amazing mm-hmm. um and then she replied like well thank you for explaining and then i was like yeah and if you want me to tag you to the post let me know because you know whatever and then she like changed the caption and we like chatted a little bit and the dms and it was like cool or whatever and but that's just an example of kind of the internet right because however she had received my comment uh because it was nothing shady on there period like i like (laughs) it's funny like a couple i had to block a couple people that were cishet that were trying to be like i don't see what's the big deal blocked anyway (laughs) um so um uh it was funny because um after that you know i was like let me tag you and give you your your business credit because shit if i was you know if i was in the getting married business and and the way you got them looking like hell yeah i would sign up to let you do the hair and makeup so um i tagged her or whatever and we was cool but that's how the internet is like i she said that i was supposed to get an attitude and be like how dare you you know that i would never see this what's wrong with y'all like and then she was gonna get a double down bag and we would be fighting and i i just 
took the little second to be like nah it's not that and i would never disrespect um you or those women like that like that's that's so foul and i would never steal somebody's work like that That, that's so fucked up and i'm sorry we live in an environment where niggas are doing that kind of shit right you know because it's not that hard of an assumption to make that some nigga would do that i'm just not the one um and i was like i told her about the podcast and everything was like we would we don't play that over here so i'm glad it was able to be diffused but that's just kind of like we when y'all talked about the right and wrong and the black and white of things that's kind of that that thing that happens all the time people mm-hmm. yeah. we, we're playing bumper cars online just bumping into each other mm-hmm. and in each other's agendas yeah and, also- and and the thing is that the um the retraction is never as strong as the attack mm, right you know what i'm saying and one of the things that i had to learn about myself in the internet when i said okay you know what you need to stop like you need to pull it back and stop you know whatever when my when my my natural inclination is to always lean towards this person isn't trying to attack me. Like I just don't live my life in constant state of, of, of defensiveness or offensiveness, to be honest. Um, so when I start reacting to things and looking for the trouble in it, uh, it's time for me to back up. So now I think I was like, if this person is coming at me and I'm not sure whether they're not coming at me, I'm not going to respond. If they are coming at me, I'm not going to respond because either way, the full breadth of what their issue with is isn't here like i don't know what that is and if i'm not ready willing to have that conversation with you because sometimes i don't want to have the conversation if you and i got into an issue we'd have that conversation because i want to preserve that relationship but some random person who's mad at me or mad at their mom or mad at somebody who looked at me once like i can't do anything about that right i can't do anything about that so it's unfortunate that somebody probably came at her wrong about that and she didn't get you know she didn't get um, credit before and this that and the third but there's also a space of okay well can i lean towards this was a mistake and i can talk to this person like hey mm. glad you like my photos um i'm this person i'm that person and then if then you didn't give credit then that's when the ad but there's always that step that's being missed and i don't right. i don't know yeah and also i think um kind of with the whole accountability thing the way that we've been able to like maneuver language like because um you know you talked about people learning the language and then giving fake apologies right Mm -hmm. that to me that like that's a concern but that's not as big the biggest concern to me with that learn the language shit are the people that have learned to use it so they never have to apologize correct yes like they're never wrong they just they just come up with a way to state it with the right buzzwords and then they can justify any action whether they're ghosting when they're ghosting somebody they can be like well i had to do that because self-care and i had to do this okay cool when they get ghosted it's hey um this is emotional abuse why would you do somebody like this it's just whatever whatever side they currently are on is the one that you know it's um you know some people use like the idea of like the black girl magic moniker and feminism and all that mm-hmm. stuff but then when they like beef with another woman that shit goes out the window and then it's back to mean girl magic right it's back to you know it's back to uh like it's feminism um for me but not for you motherfuckers like when when if i want to call you yeah. a, a name if i want to treat you a certain way if i want to talk about your body and all this shit that's okay but hey i'm still a feminist and listen when so-and-so called me fat this is what was wrong with them and this was violence and, and so you have all these buzzwords allowing people to maneuver with just zero accountability like 
i didn't it's funny until y'all just said it it never registered to me that she didn't give a retraction or or like a you know whatever because to me i it just wasn't uh i know it's not my nature to be honest to be like uh well what about my apology or whatever it's really not but um it didn't even register to me that to a certain extent you're right there's no like well let me equally be as vocal about like this guy didn't do this actually this post helped spread my picture and helped spread my work and he went and tagged me to it and made sure that people knew where it came from and uh you know like my bad like i didn't get all that it was just kind of like thanks for clarifying the end so yeah i I definitely see what y'all saying now and and also i think for me like you said we're constantly bumping in each other i mean bumping into each other and the thing about bumping into each other people are easily agitated people are easily irritated and Mm -hmm. for people that have been online for a long period of time they are in a fight mode Mm -hmm. you have some people Mm -hmm. on the internet that's all they do is just fight all day long so they assume that anybody that has an interaction with them is fight mode and you're like no 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 baby i I didn't put your guns down don't stab me i I ain't come to fight but 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 it's like any it's like sometimes they can be so with their dukes up and so guarded that a lot of times they just lash out at anything that comes their way because nine times out of ten most people that they bump into do say ignorant stuff to them do say dumb stuff to them do attack them and because it takes nuance to kind of go through and kind of have conversations and things like that that you like it's not worth it so you like i'm gonna put everybody in the same group be it right wrong or indifferent we kind of all do that to an extent you know um so i'm not even above it too because when it comes to some racism shit i'm like oh no on some situations i don't have time to decipher we're all you're all in this group yeah we're all human but it's just people yeah. stop seeing in each other because right i try to i try to approach it that way with the um the idea of like we're human so i allow people to fuck up to a certain extent um and still be like i still see you as a good person possibly or a good like a person worth that is worthwhile even though you fucked up for a lot of people like it's not you know some inexhaustible thing i I have limits too but there's just a wider range because i'm just not interested in like faking it for everybody where like i'm getting props for being the most militant or the most unforgiving or the harshest person i I don't value that well the thing that gets me about what you just said is that that shit should be normal right like you're not you're not popping off at your coworkers. like you may come on twitter and right. do this long thread with gifs and photos about how you went off on your boss no you didn't because you still work there right. you know what i'm saying so right. they know that it's like to me it's like it's like and also with what karen said it's like road rage it's like everybody has road rage mm. online and it's mm. like it, it's like for me, the way that I approach it is if I'm frustrated about something and I'm late to something and I'm like, ah, oh, this motherfucker, you know, whatever, that's the extent of my road rage. Whereas right. somebody else's road rage is like, I'm pulling over, I'm like edging them off the, you know, I don't know what road rage is. I'll kill you, whatever. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but that's how people are approaching shit on conversations online now. Like it's all road rage. And it's all coming from something and it all goes back to what happened to you. Like right. where did you decide that this was your line or your fight or your hill? Like who did it? Like when, when, when E was little, when he's like totally like a baby, whenever you were upset, he'd be like, um, he'd say, uh, uh, 
who broke it who do it and like Aww. it would make me be like oh shit like okay this little baby knows that whatever i'm upset about has nothing to do with him right so i gotta think about who broke it who did it and and that's what that's what i wish people would take more time to do like who broke it it right. wasn't the person the person you're yelling at right now because you walked in ready to fight right. you came in here looking for one and i think also like if you uh there's been studies that have proven like if you spend a certain amount of time on certain certain social media sites it has a negative effect on your mental health um and i think they're designed to do that right because Mm -hmm. they've studied our brains like apps study your brains games study your brains you think you think facebook is a billion dollar company and it doesn't study your brain it doesn't know how you're going to react it doesn't know what it's showing you so like i think if you spend an inexorbitant amount of time on there you do end up becoming inundated by negative things or things that will cause like fight or flight emotions in your brain so that you react a certain way right you're 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 constantly looking for validation or you're constantly looking for someone to disagree with or whatever and it just kind of goes with the thing that you're clicking on the most um and i remember like last year i had somebody that we were having an issue online and i and so i was like let's talk on the phone talked on the phone it was a totally different situation like we were able to like laugh hash it out work it out it was a friendship that i valued at the time and everything so i was like cool like we're straight but one of the things that happened during that time is i stopped being online as much and i stopped interacting with everybody as much like i kind of pulled back a bit and my life has been better since doing that and i still have a presence you know it's not like i'm completely like uh you know like uh you got to find me on the dark web like i'm like i'm (laughs) i'll I'll be in a cave in the woods like i'm i'm still around you can find me it's not like i don't post or interact with people i'm most people probably haven't even noticed that i pull back so much but it's just a matter of i pull back and that person didn't and so like right eventually they got back to the same point of i don't like you anymore and i had and i'm like i get everybody gets you ain't got to hit me but once uh mm-hmm. as a famous scholar said um but i was like yeah we like i i think that's because i stopped hanging around because i feel like familiarity breeds contempt and Absolutely. social media gives us false familiarity we see everybody's every meal every time they're hanging out with their friends every time they every thought they have on every article and every like issue we see each other yeah. so much eventually you will see the cracks you will get tired of the person it's like you can't most of us have friendships that they're cool but they couldn't survive a road trip right yes online is the longest road trip it's the we're all (laughs) packed we're all packed like sardines in this thing and we're talking about every little thing and we want to agree on 100 percent of things or or your trash and it's and it has gotten that way and i do think that's not healthy it's 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 actually that like you have to agree on a hundred percent of the things and then you never know what day the thing we all agreed on has changed yes and i think a lot of people got caught in that in that in those various transition periods yeah and there's no there's no room for growth there's no accountability as far as okay wait it's going to take me a minute i read an article um the other day about about how the word latin x um, mm-hmm. um, um, reads to non-Americans, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? 
that's a really good point. I never thought of what native Spanish speakers right. would feel about this word that uh, that's new to their lexicon in a in a language that's been there for right. I don't even know how long. But I started using it because I didn't want to not use it and then look like I was being disrespectful. Right. And I was doing it not because I even understood what it meant. I didn't understand what it meant until I read that article. Mm. But I didn't I was doing it because I didn't want to again get in trouble for not using it. If that's right. what everybody was doing, I gotta do it too. Same and thing. And that's when I you said what? Same thing. We had someone email the show last week, maybe two weeks ago about it. And I was like, Well, I started using it because I was basically told like this is more inclusive um to people that aren't necessary one because it's a very gendered language and male the male dominated o or whatever is how most people would go latino or whatever um when they were talking about neutral things right like if we were saying music right we wouldn't say latina music we would unless we were specifically talking about women we say latino music we mean everybody but that's the o is for men right i understood it but in practice it's not perfect there's still things that it's not gonna catch and there's people that are gonna get offended to that like there's you know i'm saying like maybe i mean to say latina now and i said latinx because i thought it was more inclusive but someone could be uh offended because they're like well you just kind of erased the fact that this is for women yeah 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 it's it's um it it, it gets complicated and i just wish that there was a wider margin for error right and i think that the lack of that margin is because it's easier and i said this the other day on on facebook we've developed the synthetic sociopathy like people are more inclined towards empathy than they are to like unfeeling not caring but we've developed this idea that we have to leave no room for error no room for grace no room for forgiveness no room for for teaching or learning like there's just everyone just has to know the thing well also i I mean well first of all uh, i would say cybernetic sociopathy so uh (laughs) you're you're canceled and uh that's the last episode of this too much i'll tell you that much because i can't i would just like to discuss how a cisgendered het man Mm. was speaking over me well i would just like to bring up that a non-african-american african-american which is try to do me like that so we doing this yeah across the diaspora uh everyone's canceled this is the last episode (laughs) of the show (laughs) (laughs) cancellation wars have begun (laughs) you know what if you do that i am on her side hashtag cancel rod right everybody gonna be canceled when i get done yes but, but, you know but what, you're though, right honestly like this is this is how this how this is how it permeates though because i'm where my sister works for the nfl you can cancel her my mm. sister works for the nfl <laughs> and she gets like all this like nfl gear i'm currently wearing a hoodie that i only wear in the house that's a redskins uh hoodie <laughs> with like bedazzlement on it right when that camera cut on for a split second i was like do i have a big ass racist ass <laughs> bedazzled glitter <laughs> am i canceled on this screen right now I'm like, let me turn this video off right like am i canceling myself right now is this gonna be the thing i mean at least let somebody else do it don't let it be your own goal none of us know when it's gonna be the thing but but not I, the thing that's kind of interesting though is um i think social media gives us the tools to be sociopaths like if you look at yeah. social media the interactions are not like how life should be it's very like block or unblock mute or unmute 
follow or yes. unfollow yes. friend or not friend like yes. thumbs yes. up you know like those are for 30 days like what the yes. fuck is that? yeah like there's these there's these paths where it's not like where we're like in real life i couldn't do that right Mm-mm. like in real life if i have a coworker and we have a slight disagreement but we have to come to work the next day and see each other the most the majority of those slight disagreements will have to either be resolved or let go because of the task at hand we have to work together Uh, if there's a major disagreement obviously life is like that there's a major disagreement that's that's kind of closer to online you stop talking to people and shit but there's a lot of nuance in between this like gray area where it's like okay she doesn't like uh breaking bad i think it's the greatest show of all time it's not like i'm gonna start coming over to her desk every day like name another show you like so we can fight about it like no at some point it's just kind of like all right well that was just a day that we had and we disagreed and we moved on that that has kind of stopped happening for a lot of people because we have this tool now where you say you like breaking bad and i go fuck you cancel block like it's like it's changed the level of disagreement you can have and i try to not let online be that for me because i didn't navigate my way like my life like that before online and I don't want to become that kind of person now that we have those tools. It's crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. and also- I actually deactivated Facebook this morning because I was going through muting, muting, unfriending, unfollow. I was like, you know what? Am I spending like more than five minutes just muting people? Mm. Go away, boss. Just whatever it is that you don't want to see, <laughs> that die down. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, go away. Like, what What were you? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And like, because it's a constant outrage, most of the shit passes in 72 hours so like the things that are the biggest deals that people uh, i keep saying like the impacts we have on each other they don't go away but the actual topics change every day Mm -hmm. so so a lot of people they'll go i don't like that person anymore because we fell out over x and it's something that sounds really simple but what happened is you kept bumping this person you kept bumping this person neither one of you can leave it alone and what happened you just stopped liking that nigga you like i don't fuck with them anymore it's like so wait y'all don't fuck with each other because they said they prefer dc over marvel and it's like fuck that nigga it's like okay that couldn't have been whatever it was like it took months for whatever this was to be what it is you might not even know what it is and i think that's a real thing we're just we're too familiar with each other at the same time while being completely disposable to each other we don't know each other anymore uh karen were you gonna say something oh we were talking about like online and me and roger have talked about this before and i've always said this about the internet particularly with facebook and twitter words mean things to me and i actually read them mm-hmm. <laughs> and they impact me you know in various different ways and i know sometimes y'all just don't know y'all better be so thankful for roger because there's been so many offline conversations i was like are they trying to be funny is that coming at me what mm-hmm. is they saying about me is this a joke yeah do we know this person i'm like karen that is my aunt and <laughs> she she loves you and she is only saying your hair looks great because she thinks it looks great i just filter a lot of things through him because i'm like i i don't want and i know it might sound irrational and illogical but sometimes i know the way i read things might not be the way that they're intended yeah it happens all the time but and and that's the thing i'll ask before i just go at people same here and so you know that's why i kind of have some of those conversations offline you know what funny yesterday this dude said something and i um, asked him i said are you talking about kevin hart because i don't want to assume because he said like yeah. what if we all had to apologize for the things we said at 14 and i'm like are you talking about kevin hart or somebody else because like I, I i feel you but uh 
that nigga was like 40 like i you know like like it's like i feel you but i hope that you're not saying that in defense of him because that that is a little bit of a stretch right but he goes well when i said 14 you could have assumed i was talking about something else and i read it, it just like that like he may have said when i, I you could have assumed i was talking about someone else he may have thought he may have said it like that i took it with a capital assumed and a head roll right and so then i was like but that's why i asked because i don't want to assume and it's twitter and people assume things take it out of context go off on each other and then they come back later like that's not even what i meant right so i said i just wanted to ask and he was like and i and i ended it with like a brother you know like like a come on now hey it's right we cool remember and he was like oh man actually i appreciate you for asking uh i was talking about this kid that went to highs and i was like oh okay thank you i didn't even know that had happened now another thing to go google and find out you know right and it's one of those things where uh, and i think that's part of our personality i think that you're a type of person you're more willing to have these conversations online i read your words get my own interpretation and be like oh oh no 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 and i guess because yes. because i am i am the type of person i i'm old y'all i want to see your face your face matters mm-hmm. your expressions matter the way it rolls off your tongue matters your eyebrows arching matter to me like not telling me because i'm like seeing your facial expressions makes a big difference in hearing because tone means things mm-hmm. and so i'm the type of person where if we have this interaction face to face or through the telephone your words can mean something completely different than how i read them and so for me sometimes it's very difficult because you say things and i'm reading it like you're yelling at me you might not actually be yelling at me in my mind you're yelling at me so i'm like oh fuck you block me go out i like no don't talk to me because i I don't know where you're coming from and i ain't got time to to, to, to but see that's a lot of people and that's the voice i think we have to start thinking about before reacting you know like you use me to be your voice (laughs) like you like you will come in the other room and be like uh so what does this mean i'll be like let me read it let's see okay uh that person's listening to the show and uh oh they just they thought what you said was very funny it's like okay all right well i'm gonna go back in the other room I'm like all right cool yeah. you know but but even without me like i think without everybody should have that a little bit more we need it a little bit more right but, you know because if not you these spirals are just they're predictable now right and, and and to me i know for me it helps keeps a balance because sometimes before you respond sometimes it's best to have that conversation offline yeah and i think yeah. sometimes sometimes your first response i've learned this as an adult your first response ain't the best response uh because a lot of times your first response sometimes is the worst response mm-hmm. which people don't want to admit either right. and a lot of times a lot of apologies have to end up coming back because you end up saying something harsh that you really didn't mean now let me say this though yeah. all the stuff y'all said is right all the stuff we're saying is very nuanced and it's very smart but also some of these niggas are crazy as hell okay <laughs> agree some agree so many niggas agree. deserve agree and and and, and 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 i guess for me i i i'm i'm more adept to telling crazy than i used to be but mm-hmm. before i couldn't identify crazy that's why i filtered through you but i was yeah. like are you crazy or are you really trying to have a some, conversation with me some of these people have issues that go beyond anything you can do or say for them on social media and you just gotta let it go like oh i I would like to say as mm -hmm. as a mental health advocate that uh i do not condone the usage of crazy in this Mm -hmm. manner but he ain't lying Mm -hmm. um there are many i'm telling you i'm gonna say it over and over i wish therapy was free because so much of this would be lessened right if there oh let me tell you i think i've told you the story once but 
I was on Twitter once and uh what's the what's the cancel colbert girl's name oh susie something susie suki oh no that's probably racist uh susie yeah i'll look it up for you uh but i remember it it doesn't it doesn't matter but i remember um after she'd done the whole cancel colbert thing she got online and she was talking about her mental health issues and how she was going away um and she apologized i think for everything that she'd done yada 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 and um there was somebody on my timeline who kept like like retweeting her and coming at her and like you know like you said this to me and you know you need to take ownership of this 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 and i dm'd that woman and i was like listen i understand that you're still upset about what happened but this person is literally saying she's not okay she needs some help and she's going to get it she apologized for the stuff that she said she's she, i don't know what else you want from right her, you're just still mad come, and you need to take it that, out on somebody right, but listen but it's like you coming after this way is actually really harmful not just to right. her but to anybody who sees how you're reacting to somebody who is saying i need help right this woman refused to respond to me in dm she mm. refused she was respond to me in, on twitter with like my at at the end of whatever she was saying so the timeline would see it and i kept dming her i was like i don't understand why you're responding to me she's like well i feel like this isn't a conversation i feel safer if we have this conversation publicly and i was like oh block well also that she would never extend she would not have extended that level of courtesy if you would have done that to her she would have been the victim you see what i'm saying like if you would have been taking a private conversation and take it being like i will only respond to this in public she will be like uh i don't give a fuck if that make you feel safe now this is fucked up i reached out to you privately and you're trying to like stun on me i guarantee you that's how they would have taken it you know like people have complete they have complete different rules for other folks than they have for themselves and that's that thing about accountability man because it's like uh, for a lot of folks it's me first and whatever language i use will justify me first it doesn't fucking matter how it makes other people feel and while that may be a cool way to navigate social media because i think it rewards sociopathy in that way right all the me first people are good branders they're good marketers they're good like there's a reason that we all have the same people blocked but those people also had the most followers right so um wow. but, but it's but, it's, <laughs> but it's the same but it but it's like rewards that and so but by the same token it's whatever they want and they would not appreciate being talked to that way i always feel like the biggest bullies and the meanest people are the most fucking sensitive ones like they got the rabbit ears they they're looking to see if you like their status they're looking to see if you retweet their thing they're looking to see if you uh made a comment they're looking to like they're looking at every fucking little interaction for everybody online but they also the biggest bullies like you're the meanest people you're you don't want your friends saying certain shit you don't want uh the people that you don't like can't do this can't do that it's like it's too many rules for these folks all right guys suey park suey park was her name yeah that was her um oh so i wasn't being racist i was close you said yes okay yes that's just that's so bad i'm just gonna leave it at that all right let's um get into the show okay we've been talking and it hasn't oh, really shit, been the show. the show no <laughs> this is the blackout tips you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black search for the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and i was about to 
about to be like that was fun thanks for having me shout out to everybody <laughs> i'm out yeah I'm, I'm i'm gonna add the bevel thing up front to the beginning of the show karen don't okay. forget to remind me mm-hmm. um and then i'll do the longer read when we get into some games or something but okay. uh i do have some articles to talk about okay some news has happened uh offset has regrets apparently uh him and cardi b looks like um cardi said they're getting a divorce on instagram um and she seemed very like resigned to it like she didn't it wasn't your no your normal like it's your girl it was like uh i'm over it (laughs) whatever like she didn't even seem mad which i always feel like the worst way the worst when it comes to a breakup the worst response a woman can have as far as like the hopes of you getting that woman back is when she not even mad no more like yeah. when you mad it's because you still care when you just like so listen y'all this nigga done did it again and uh it's a wrap so uh anyway don't come to my come to my concert sunday like when he just like that so matter of fact i was like oh no so um you lost her yeah but you know some people think this is part of a promotion for offset's new album which i think is hilarious because i'm just trying to imagine amigos version of the 444 jay-z album with just like (laughs) introspection on toxic masculinity and how affairs hurt the marriage i would love to see that i don't think we're going to um so she said i really don't like how people say my and my husband whatever he is right now to me is doing it for publicity i wouldn't put my family in a bad name for no fucking publicity because at the end of the gate day 10 years from now my daughter she's gonna be looking at these type of things and she's gonna be asking me about these type of things yeah that's why that was main reason i didn't believe it i'd like to apologize for the twitter or now the text rant that i said that it was probably not true and i didn't believe it so i'd like to publicly apologize for doubting you mm, That's you know the first what thing. first of all we could have had that conversation in private and i don't feel safe <laughs> with you telling the whole world that we talked about this in private so um not forgiven um <laughs> my uh, but yeah he he tweeted out something like y'all won when they broke up um, no. and then he tweet- everybody was like we didn't do nothing and then he tweeted out yesterday fuck y'all i miss cardi so oh so could y'all like, could y'all why, please why, why leave why the- in this like why is he bringing us into the situation like why we, are we, we part of this why is there y'all every time he says something we we all in this relationship i guess i didn't want to tell you guys this but it was me it was me <laughs> I, I i was part of the y'all i i broke them up um Ty Dolla Sign faces potential 15-year prison sentence following felony cocaine indictment. Damn. I remember that name. That's a rapper. Uh, he was on Insecure in an episode in season one in the bathroom. Oh, oh that dude. So I, so I already told you about how I thought Ty Dolla Sign was Tiger's rap name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're you know what? Every time I hear that name. <laughs> you know what? And that makes sense to me. So I'm with you well he was indicted on felony cocaine possession last month reportedly according to rolling stone a multi-talented musician faces charges of felony cocaine possession felony possession of schedule one controlled substance and a misdemeanor for marijuana possession why did they throw that one in there that's the worst i don't know what? hold on multi-talented calm down like 
no that's like, what, now that's what she has the issue. entire article y'all just be throwing words and <laughs> titles on people what he could face up to 15 years in prison if convicted um he and his honorage were pulled over in september after authorities smelled marijuana coming from their vehicle consequently police conducted a search and ty dollar sign was the only passenger arrested how did he let all his boys go ty was after him ty's lawyer drew finally spoke to channel action 2 news uh he had no drugs on his person at all apparently there was a small amount of drugs found in the car they let five people walk away they let the international superstar go into custody that does seem personal yes multi-talented international superstar i have so many questions listen he is everybody knows that he is a galactic tour de force and um performing all over the galaxy listen i i mean look i think we can all say uh rihanna beyonce ty dollar sign right <laughs> those are those are names uh i really don't know who this person is he posted six thousand dollars bond i'll tell you who knows who he is the police apparently <laughs> yeah they do they let okay, five no. niggas go wow he must be famous they let five niggas go and got him like they knew who <laughs> like i feel like in that situation i'd be able to be like uh that's ty dollar sign and the cops would be like I, I, we don't know okay take him then um the grand jury oh, made I've never said, seen this dude before in my life he was on insecure yeah remember um when she was looking in the mirror an episode uh seven when um no episode six of season one when daniel came um mm-hmm. to talk to, that, to the kids at that party uh not at the party when he came to talk to the kids at the school she was in the bathroom in the school and she was looking in the mirror and she had a fantasy about daniel showing up behind her <gasps> and then todd dollar sign was there in her fantasy too and she was like todd dollar sign so that's the only reason i know oh. yeah I feel nothing Still i remember that scene but i don't remember How okay well you know good for him well guess the cops saw that scene um <laughs> Nicki minaj wants to know why y'all so mad oh what are we mad about she don't appreciate y'all judging her relationship with the sex offender there's a lot of y'all is in there here. someone named y'all out there like is there a y'all y'all dollar sign out there like i don't know these people i'm 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 part of the y'all this time i, I won't lie it's me y'all need to come up and take responsibility for y'all actions i have been judging Nicki minaj for dating a sex offender i have um mm-hmm. word broke this week that Nicki appeared to be dating a questionable new beau according to reports his name is kenneth petty and he is a registered sex offender who convicted of attempted rape in 1995 oh that doesn't seem to be bothering Nicki minaj who took to twitter to tweet about people on social media who passed judgment she put she said on sex offenders on sex offenders like what's wrong with y'all why do y'all always pass judgment on sex offenders and the people who date them y'all trash <clears throat> she tweeted oh my God. i love making y'all mad with the tongue out emoji and then said deleting this page started my secret society who's coming with me a bunch of other emojis everybody on social media is now psychic they not only tell the future but the past too they are your judge jury and executioner i never met these perfect people in real life though they only they exist only in social media i mean that is kind of what we were saying to start the show so i guess she's right i mean gotta be fair uh i also like how she said they could tell not only the future but the past too uh nikki the way time works <laughs> <laughs> we kind of all can tell the past 
like i know she thought that shit was super deep but i'm like my nigga that's kind of the whole thing we can only tell the past <laughs> to be honest oh nikki um then she posted a picture of her hugged up with the dude on instagram which i'll put it in the chat so y'all can see it but i mean i can't front this is egregiously ridiculous like i i don't i mean she knows about her she has her brother she has a collab she did with takashi 69 mm-hmm. like oh, that's his name yeah yeah the tattoo face, face dude oh, that's, yeah that's not even the photo i saw did you see the other one when she had on the slides uh i don't know i saw the i've seen one with him kind of in the background but it was just like his face he wasn't really like on her like this and i've never seen this is the first time i'm seeing this picture where he's hugged up where her looking directly in the camera like oh we are together so why, why would that make us mad as opposed to like really sad for her <laughs> right concerned maybe she said the yeah. more they the, the more they talk the more i laugh the more they talk the more i laugh uh no one on social media has ever seen they are all perfect they piss champagne and walk on streets of gold um, okay there's a wide wide margin between <laughs> between those things <laughs> sex offender and pissing champagne or whatever she said well i mean r kelly uh pissed uh so i think it's a closer connection than we think um but uh yeah i, I think it's kind of it's kind of interesting <laughs> it's kind of interesting come on karen don't encourage my toilet humor (laughs) Uh, it's kind of interesting though that she's um like i said when i was talking about like absolving yourself of responsibility and how people had a words like like they just come fucking you can make yourself not be accountable and make yourself into the victim in every situation and she really was on some like wow we really judging people for being rapists now okay i guess all of us is innocent these days let he who was without sin toss the first stone up in here i see wow you know you jaywalked before and you gonna <laughs> sit up here and judge me for being a whole sex offender cover up wow Psh, people these days um let's see what Ooh. else is happening guys good luck to her though um, two happy kids uh, I guess a school turns students lunch debt over to collection agency that shit pissed me off the same Cranston Rhode Island Rhode Island's Cranston school district hired a collection agency to recover unpaid student lunch balances uh, I think in large part this is because of our society thinking that being broke is a meritocracy thing and it's like well you're just broke because you're lazy you're poor because you're a bad person and you don't have money so so what we need to do is motivate you by collecting debt that feeds your children which you would think is a public good a school would want to do as it is a public service that we all pay fucking taxes for why are we privatizing debt of children it's ridiculous so Uh, now i gotta deal with it's unconscionable like i can't I think I I tried to read that story at least two or three times and I just couldn't. It's unbelievable. I'm trying to it's imagine the repo man showing up 
for your kids lunch money that's like come on because now they're gonna start calling harassing mm-hmm. they're gonna start taking assets because that's what collection agencies too they don't give a fuck they're like where's our fucking money and our generation's gonna have to stop acting like we had it tougher like sure a bully may have given us a wedgie and taken our lunch money but it wasn't the repo man you know right like somebody's gonna be fucking impounding big wheels and shit like nah we put that big wheel on the fucking tow truck that's ours now till you come up off of that 345 so what is it now basically if you don't qualify for free and reduced lunch and your parents are struggling to pay the bill for you to eat lunch are y'all just gonna not feed the children is that what's gonna happen you're just not gonna feed them so that the debt won't go up i don't know and not only that hungry children underperform so you're right. setting a cycle of of poverty number one but a cycle of you're setting them up to fail like it just it just doesn't make sense to me and it's, it doesn't make sense and uh the current unpaid balance for the year is forty five thousand eight hundred fifty nine dollars say district lunch program cannot continue to lose revenue to, uh said the ceo of their school district is anybody asking why the amount so high is high because you have more people under like they have a job they're overqualified for or they work in two and three jobs is not paying anything we actually have the working poor you know uh, like this shit is real and like a lot of times people don't go with the poor don't work the poor actually works more than the average person right you know they work you know 40 50 100 hours a week and barely can make it but yet you don't make enough for for any type of assistance and the thing about it and the thing about it that killed me is that a lot of times people have a tendency to turn up their nose and frown and about people that's on welfare and public assistance and shit like that when the average person is one paycheck away or if your spouse dies or you have a medical bill of being poor and what you fail to realize is that if you go and try to get assistance the questions and the things they actually so fucking intrusive you can't have nothing they want you to sell your car Mm -hmm. like like you can't have a bank account can't nobody give you fucking five cents like Mm -hmm. if you had to answer the questions they're fucking humiliating what they're asking right um that's it wow i'm just saying uh these kids got enough money to get crayons and they ain't gonna got put nothing uh -uh. i need all my money junior all right walking in here with new shoes on and shit and i'm supposed to just let you have two dollars and fifty cents worth of burnt pizza (laughs) in what country (laughs) you know what i mean i mean i'm not trying to decide with the republicans here but i mean they got a point okay these kids are walking around with fresh new pokemon okay and then try to tell me they ain't got my twenty dollars um i would love to see like a um class action lawsuit from the kids or something Mm -hmm, because i would like to see i'll just say i would like to see i would like to see how it's broke down racially yeah like 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 the debt that the people owe how it's broke down racially and mm-hmm. who it actually impacts because that actually matter. in my opinion that might matter to me on because i understand yeah. they, they want to collect because if they're white kids you're not gonna care i see what you say i mean and, <laughs> and, 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 and i really hate to be like i'm not gonna care but, oh wait you serious never mind eject eject but, move on you're gonna get canceled they're poor kids karen i do care okay. I, I do care but i i want to know if 
over time it went from more white children to more brown children right. so now all of a sudden you want to collect that's why i'm, yeah. I'm saying the state no 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 i agree with you i, right. I knew where you were going i yeah. just was fucking with you yeah, oh yeah because i don't want to get canceled I, I didn't i didn't know you know years ago it might have been more white children then yeah. as you and get then maybe more not hispanic and more brown and right. native american and muslim here's children. the thing though karen i'll throw this at you though even if it's not that doesn't mean that perception of it isn't that you see what i'm saying correct because when we talk about welfare we talk about poverty a lot of people put a black face on that shit even when it's a lot of white kids that end up getting affected by these programs where they keep cutting assistance they don't care they're just like that's for niggers right because yeah. and, and, and the most fucked up thing about it you have parts of this country where majority of the population gets in federal assistance federal funding and all this shit and yet you're like fuck it as long as y'all don't give it to the niggas well you still getting the same assistance dog well i have a i have a solution i hate to bring up a problem and not have a solution on this show so i have a solution to this and by i see y'all think you you know this one as well uh live stream the broke kids oh my god let's just live stream the broke kids and set up a gofundme and we'll 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 get people to subsidize their living that way okay oh my god the new york times has an article live streaming your broke self for rent money uh jovan hill 25 dropped out of college and is unemployed so how does he pay for his brooklyn apartment and marijuana habit his social media followers chip in on a lazy sunday in september jovan hill a 25 year old unemployed man in brooklyn had a small ask of the seven seven thousand one hundred strangers watching him on his live streaming app periscope he needed seven thousand dollars quickly good morning girls and gays mr hill said recording with an iphone in one hand and smoking a marijuana blunt in the other he wore a faded pink t-shirt gray gym shorts and black nikes a black pomeranian and two roommates could be spotted in his messy bedroom somewhere in the neighborhood of carroll gardens in the rambling seven minute video he talks about wanting to move to los angeles this city just breaks you i'm so bored of being broken spars with viewers who leave nasty comments i love all of you so much smokes his blunt and repeatedly asks for money i'm very poor today so if you want any tax write-offs please donate to the jovan charity within minutes the donation started to flow into his venmo and paypal accounts Annie we- i wish a nigga would mm-hmm. i wish a nigga would i wish i wish now you see what that is right there jealousy because he thought of it before <laughs> yes. us he thought of it before us we all out here trying to hone skills and shit oh i'm gonna get degrees and loan debt and all that other shit i'm gonna go to college i'm gonna be a podcast i'm trying to be somebody oh i'm gonna write books i'm gonna try to travel the world and inform and educate people oh word you should have set up your periscope account all right Ah. annie wyrick 25 a dj in los angeles gave a hundred dollars along with a cryptic message spiraling rachel mcfall 22 a waitress in in new orleans donated ten dollars Lindsay scally 21 a freelance filmmaker from fort myers florida gave a dollar with a note calling mr hill the unemployed king uh man uh yes yeah, a lot of uh a lot going on in this article guys all right um but i think this is the solution let's just live stream broke kids no wow i i can't like i as soon as I knew what you were going to say, like I had a physical reaction. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was for real triggered 
that shit i had to i reactivated my twitter to make sure i wasn't following this person mm. so i could block them and deactivate again because i can't not i couldn't I, there's no way oh my god let me calm down when i went to his twitter page mm. he has that article like like pinned mm. the replies pissed me off like oh uh, we stand a scamming legend Ooh, <laughs> uh, like uh, what like what i'm not that old this can't be normal this can't be normal you sound like some joanne the scammer would do uh well look and i, and I clicked on one of the videos he's mm-hmm. literally doing nothing mm. and they give him money for it though you know i mean oh i feel him everybody you know? i about to say everybody want to get overpaid for at their job for doing no work he's giving a raw unfiltered window into the life of a bipolar 20 something striver trying to eke out a meaningful existence without the crutch of family money or a traditional job so like i said you can you can switch this social justice shit to like justify anything dog like nah stop taking my meds and and turn on the camera and just <laughs> be like hey y'all d- y'all want me to live or not come on th- come through with the cash app fans have allowed him to cover his 1300 hundred dollar monthly rent and living expenses which include marijuana help his mother video games and a hundred dollar monthly budget for thrift store t-shirts oh shit he is flummoxed by the generosity when i talk to friends who have known me for a long time they could never understand sending a random person money and i kind of feel the same way but it's a community a community based around me oh my god <laughs> ah! mm-hmm. um yeah so apparently he got money for in 2016 because his grandmother's power got turned off and he went on twitter and social media and and asked for some money and he raised the money um in a short period of time and he realized like oh i could just do this for everything uh that was the first time i realized my followers care about my well-being he said <sighs> so uh can i can i, can I interject yeah with 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 something mm-hmm. that i i honestly don't like to talk about a lot because there's i'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist and there's no way for me to like really know what the ins and outs are mm-hmm. but there's something there are some parts of of mood disorders and personality disorders that make people very manipulative mm-hmm. and entitled and it's part of the symptoms and you have to work really hard. That's why a lot of times I'm always checking in because I want to make sure that I'm not being manipulative or I, I want to make sure that I'm not being so self-centered and taking something very hard and very harshly because I can't see anything other than myself. For him to commodify that, mm. as much as it's kind of like funny, it's also really dangerous because at some point, he's going to break mm. if he hasn't already and all the people cheering him on aren't going to be supportive of that once it's no longer entertaining yeah and also you, you, social I, media does allow for like i said those type of those, those type of ideations to become tangible because like you can take some narcissism or you can take some manipulation narcissism. and turn it into like money like you could turn it into a brand and you know um and there's people who essentially are just entertained you hit the nail um on the head and it's something i remind karen of when we talk about the show we talk about social media and i don't mean it in as an insult to anyone who's a fan of us 
but i have to look at it this way for my own mental health it's essentially a relationship of entertainment for whatever for money right for listens for downloads it's transactional it's yeah transactional. It, and it and that's okay i'm okay with that like it's not a a diss but we're not all friends we're not we're not all family i would love you know uh shit family ain't all family if we being real so so like i like that we have a community i like that we have but not everything is for me to consume and not everything is for you to consume from me and that has to be some a balance to that because if not you end up with this like narcissism where you're like i tell these people what to do if i tell them not to like you they won't like you if i tell them to give me money they gonna give me money and that's that weird shit that you hear from people all the time but social media helps feed into that it makes it a reality for a lot of people and that's when you walk around and you see people and you're like that nigga thinks they are never wrong that's why they they have been allowed to never be wrong as long as they are entertaining but the second you're not entertaining you're gonna find out how people really feel about you and people are fickle they get bored quick it may not even be a thing that you did you don't even need like we talk about getting canceled and joke about it you might not need to get canceled it's just it's tuesday and the phase of us giving money to this dude to be broke is over we're just i'm no longer feeling like doing this and then what's your safety net what's who are your people around you what how are you going to deal with that because that is kind of scary to put on yourself on a limb like that yeah and 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 a lot of it it, it's like pop stars right like these teen heartthrobs their their fan base gets older too and if they don't grow up the fan base the younger kids aren't looking at them to, to start so there's a huge gap it's does it's and, and then the oh god you didn't even read the part about capitalism oh, i was just about to read the next okay read that he oh, often streams with mr who hill as a duo uh he has a friend okay. um and uh the two are now making more money than they know what to do with i know we can invest but we hate capitalism he said mm-hmm. so they will not be invested um and that was the point i was gonna make like at l- at least if you say like youtubers or pop stars they've got some sort of they like capitalism and they'll capitalize on that and invest somehow but this dude is really how are you spending sixty thousand dollars and you just have it like i don't i don't understand right so i don't know man he but that's the new that's the new wave and as i said this is the solution to getting that lunch money okay we can get the lunch money put a gopro on all these kids okay and we just have people pay to watch them be kids i mean it writes itself you guys are welcome by the way uh Mm. y'all feel free state of rhode island too no okay but you know what's gonna happen though and i was thinking of this when i read the article Mm. they're gonna have to start doing something strange for change like it's yeah. gonna get right. it's gonna turn into something the bar is gonna completely. be pushed right it's gonna be the like that bar is gonna be yeah it's gonna be like that movie i, I didn't go see it but the movie <laughs> the, the movie trailer where they were like uh inter- there was an internet like website the social media where people dared people to do shit those movies and are then, always weird to and me. then it just kept escalating till they were like murdering people and shit like is that what his his, his parents go go turn to people being like all right man 15 dollars stab that nigga in the head come on man stab him in the head we need to get some money all right Why am I laughing? 
because the concept of the movie was dumb because i'm hilarious guys uh all right wait the what movie circle no nah, it wasn't the circle movie? several of them it was something not it, it might have even been called dare it was just stupid it was dare. it was like you remember you know how they had like truth or dare was a movie and then they have like the skype Tag. movie and you know yeah like these dumb movies like that it was one of those yeah. like the the ones that are horror movies based on like the loosest concept somebody says called nerve nerve okay there you go nerve like it's truth or dare one of them it's always some stu- now truth or dare was one where like it was a curse on the truth or dare game okay what is this the and nerve? uh it wouldn't let you say truth after a while it's just stupid uh, i wish i could get, <laughs> wish i, <could> get <laughs> I want to get paid to come up with these stupid ass concepts yes like yeah okay so this one is called ring around the rosy all right so uh i'll take a million dollars for the idea you guys write the script bye um all right all right and we are back let's get into some games guys okay there's a lot of stuff me and bossy do on this too much but we never really get to play any games Mm -mm. okay it's time to play some we're gonna start with fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with today's contestants everybody all right vigo mortensen is back in the news Mm, i know oh god i didn't know he left who is we talking about he is a co-star of the green book oh that dude okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he says that uh being called labeled a racist after saying the n-word is unfair back in november while on a panel to promote his new movie green book vigo mortensen used the word as you can imagine it didn't go too well Mm-mm. he has apologized and expanded on his usage of the word and specifically the context in which he used the word while speaking to france 24 i would like to say that how it was how it has been explained that i was simply saying the n-word is not used anymore that's not what i was saying what i was saying was that <laughs> just because people don't say that word anymore it doesn't mean that they don't still harbor discrimination and racism inside of themselves racism tends to evolve and change its vocabulary in its face that doesn't mean it has disappeared we always need to be on guard that's what i was saying the full context one person tweeted i said that word and the room went silent the room did not go silent there was no context given and that's regrettable it's a serious thing to throw around to accuse someone of being racist without giving context of what they were talking about that's not only unfair to me but it's also damaging the social discourse as the people who were in the room know the context in which i use the word which is shocking to people still especially because we're coming from a white person it was to talk about the need for each generation to keep working it does not disappear we always have to be wary of it that's what i was talking about um and of course you know remember that uh ali um um uh, Ali said you know he still shouldn't have used the word um and it wasn't it wasn't appropriate for him to say it all right uh but he did accept his apology though um karen zero to 100 25 i'm not that fucked with all right all right bossy i don't know how to play this game you don't know how, okay so is this <laughs> based on how much you feel fucked with zero to 100 
intervals of 25 so like if you feel fucked with a lot that would be 100 if you feel fucked with a little bit 25 you don't feel fucked with it all zero it just depends on okay. the story and it's totally up to you there's no right or wrong answer Mm-mm. until i get canceled uh zero i don't feel fucked with it all i also give it a zero like i i mean it was kind of a non-story when it started to me because i was like y'all niggas know what he was trying to say yeah like come on man like that i I meant to say this earlier when we had that first talk but this is why i don't fuck with intent doesn't matter twitter Mm -hmm. intent matters intent Mm -hmm. always matters context always matters there's no such thing as it not mattering who the fuck what kind of what kind of fucking person are you that you don't care whether a nigga was trying to uh uh save you from a fire and that's how he ended up uh breaking your leg because he pushed you out of the way of a, of a car or if he went up and hit you with a fucking like uh crowbar and broke your leg both of those things fucking are different to me absolutely <laughs> so absolutely. um yeah i think his or, int- or, yeah sorry well I, uh, no, no but i was thinking ahead. about the 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 uh, waffle house um heroes that they call him mm-hmm. and people were like oh he saved everybody he's like no i was trying to save myself and happened to have saved other people right within that you know what i mean and like this idea that content or context sorry doesn't matter is insane to me yeah. because it always feels like and when you said it was a non-story i could feel it almost becoming a story mm-hmm. like i could see the usual suspects like trying really hard to make it a thing and it just didn't catch fire yep. but had it caught the right person at the right angle it'd be over for him shadow absolutely sh- over look, for him. shadow and act was on their ass they i don't know what that movie did to shadow and act but like they posted so many articles that week that were shitting on the green book I, like to the point where i was like am i even gonna see this like maybe i won't see it i was kind of excited aren't we rooting for mahershala or and then like they did that thing that you know we do as black people where they shit on the movie but everybody stands mahershala so they had to like find a way it wasn't his fault like uh to no uh degree of his own did mahershala contribute to the mess that was he is perfectly a fine person but this movie gets trashed by a white person starring white people a negro spiritual negro savior movie and i'm like is it though like yeah. like how can we call it a, how can you call it a magical negro movie and it not be mahershala's fault for taking a role as a magical negro right like they acted like he acted in one movie and then they changed the title and <laughs> cut the edits so that it was something totally different but we got the screener so i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna definitely enjoy it so um but uh yeah zero for me i because I, I just because i know what he was trying to say i'm, I'm sick of people it, it's the twitter thing you know it's just like black or white like nah he i personally don't have a problem with him saying people shouldn't say just because someone's not saying nigger doesn't mean they're not racist come on i don't have a problem now could he have said the n-word that's fine too and if you have a problem with that and you decide that he should have said it a different way cool we don't all agree but that's cool it's not like i'm gonna be mad if he said it a different way i still wouldn't say well that means he's a racist that makes him as bad as roseanne Barr or the people that you know call people niggers and like michael richards no it's not the same Um, what were the people who say n-words but still does do racist ass right horrible things right. to n-words right like you know what i'm saying like it matters context fucking matters and i'm really like i'm glad you brought that up because it really infuriates me when people remove all context all uh surrounding incidents everything from something just isolate it in order to be mad about it yeah it's, it's ridiculous 
um let's see what else happens um prince harry is under threat by neo-nazis for marrying a black woman yeah they don't like her so on the one hand like they probably thought he was down with them because of that picture from a long time ago um and then he and then he just like grew up and was like um this is my black queen and maybe they feel (laughs) abandoned i don't know um but like what do y'all really want that smoke with prince harry <laughs> like ain't he former military and like a a rich ass prince yeah like, they, they had to be like dog you can't be out here fighting wars you the person that can't get shot come home like what the fuck y'all expect him to say well i mean they got a point i do honey <laughs> i guess we gotta get a divorce i gotta hate black people again what the fuck um yeah they want him dead they said um wow they called him a race traitor we're still saying that in 2018 apparently so because marco the duchess of sussex is a biracial daughter of a black mother and white father british neo-nazis are angry over the royal couple's nuptials earlier this year which mean meant the extremely rare entry of a non-white person into the house of windsor oh, i cannot wait for them to have kids oh my god fuck it up fuck it up oh my god <laughs> i want them I to have kids so ready. I want their kids to then marry a black woman and then have more black royals just to be completely because I don't care I've never cared about the royals one way or the other but I do like seeing racist people mad yeah and I hope and I hope them babies are chocolate too just just so they can't pretend that's not gonna happen with this uh, I'm just just aiming with curly I just curly hair is all I ask yeah just be curly as fuck that's can, all I can royals adopt can they adopt yeah. some some dark children i don't i don't i was randomly thinking that the other day <laughs> like, what if they just hey, adopted hey you know sometimes shit jump gender jump uh generations you might fuck around and have a dark one maybe you baby. know you right karen it is possible it is possible i don't want to knock it but mm-hmm. i don't and we also like don't it. know what uh what uh harry's family tree is about too, true so. true there could be some genetics from there them gingers yeah. be having some things going and my and my thing is that i just want i just want the baby to be have a big nose and, and mm-hmm. just all our features just so they can be even i want to fro mm-hmm. yeah I, I want them to have to use black products yeah <gasps> oh my god it'd be like when we when we realized that the obama girls would be using like you know pink oil and mm-hmm. uh uh like like braiding in the mm-hmm. oh my god yeah i, I want that have to press the coconut oil mm-hmm. let's go mm-hmm. come in there with some blue magic they probably don't and they probably have to get that shit from america mm-hmm. i want them to get a, a black name mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like laquan you know they were like shea <laughs> butter uh prince La- prince laquan was oh, sex sticks how do you yeah. pronounce that princess princess latoya come said, on latoya I guarantee she wouldn't be the first Princess Latoya, by the way. White people know that's one of their names. Try to give it. It, it was, yep. Mm-hmm. Try to give yep. it. To, like Jerome. We, them ain't, whatever. Anyway, they tried the to. The first Latoya I ever met was a little white girl in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They do that. You know what they do? They, they fucking, uh, do white flight on their names and then they make it seem like they nigga names. <laughs> uh, Jerome, I don't think so. My name is Jerry now. Jerry Seinfeld. Like, what? <laughs> Your name is Jerome. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, a hundred for them people. All right. What about you, Bossy? Okay, hold on. Am I a hundred mad at the Nazis or? I mean, well, the story in general, does it fuck with you? Uh, 
seeing the neo-nazis uh mad at prince harry that he's dating a black woman uh I'm, i i still understand so i'm gonna say 50 percent. all right there you go That's final answer um yeah I, I feel like i'm about about 50 just on some like on the basis of uh i'm fucked with obviously by the neo-nazis Duh. Yeah, but they get a hundred like anytime their name is mentioned but yes. i'm taking off some because of my sheer joy that they can't do shit about this no they can't yeah. and they just gonna be mad oh well yeah. um all right let's see where's another one we'll do one more um how about uh oh god that's so terrible all right how about this one a white instagram influencer okay who is accused of blackfishing denies the claim says yes i'm white and i've never claimed to be anything else Mm-hmm. so take that put that in your pipe and smoke it all right um the 19 year old swedish model and instagram influencer emma halberg has received major backlash recently after social media used users accused her of pretending to be black to gain followers emma adamantly denies the claim and even addressed the accusations on her instagram story you know it's serious when you gotta put it in the instagram story because she's just over there trying to influence people to get flat tummy tea <laughs> and all that shit and she was like hold on i got to make a story about this because these motherfuckers could call me out my name um Halberg was believed to be either black or mixed race by many of her followers because of her deep complexion and curly hair however a side-by-side photo of Halberg made people suspicious about her authenticity and thus allegations of blackfishing let's see uh right let's see what the picture looks like i'm trying to show you guys in the chat um Halberg. oh this is her at the bottom yeah uh what she looks not <laughs> if you don't get the fuck out of here you photons wow. darker <laughs> bitch you white i thought the bitch was white <laughs> oh man madam yeah look like she spray tanned herself madam are we really about to do this are you i but i did right in front of my salad right <laughs> oh my god that's really indefensible that's right. not that's not that's not uh that that's not a mistake right there that's you purposefully did that like white people don't even come in that shade ma'am okay like when you went black to people don't really come in that shade though too <laughs> right. like it looks so it's like when when people do blackface mm-hmm. and they put like like shoe polish on and like nobody is that complexion so right you really don't even know what you're doing like that no one is that complexion yeah just because <laughs> i thought the bitch was white god damn it i thought the bitch was white <laughs> yeah she also doesn't look like uh any black person i've ever seen come on i told my mom i'll never be like any of those negroes ah! uh she will never be like any of us negroes <laughs> not name one of us my god that like right. well i never said i wasn't a nigga don't matter you present it ma'am you present it <laughs> you gonna believe me or your lying eyes 
she said yes i'm white and i've never claimed to be anything else and by no way there are no before pictures the pictures that have been spread are just two different pictures taken on two different seasons of the year oh well then you you they call us colors you actually change colors for real then <laughs> let me explain you've probably seen these two pictures beside each other all over instagram twitter and facebook where they are called before and after the left picture was taken two years ago right before summer with barely any makeup and my hair straightened she stated she doesn't use any artificial means to change her appearance other than makeup and sun i mean what's the tan on what's the color on that makeup though uh, exactly so she's not lying but she's also not telling the truth other than sh- order other than shoe uh other than shoe polish and son i don't change anything okay y'all tripping uh to further prove herself she posted photos of her dad and brother who are who also have darker skin as well as a photo of her mother to show they they get her she where she gets her naturally curly hair from she explains she applies darker makeup to her face to match the rest of her body in my youtube video i use darker foundation than my face only to match the rest of my body where my face is less tan than my body is because i have some acne and scar issues so i have to uh to use a lot of face scrubs toners and peeling products at the end of the ig story she stated i do not get my sponsorships work opportunities and collaborations because of the color of my skin i get it because of the way i style my clothes and create my makeup looks get the whole entire fuck out of here again she's not lying hmm i feel like the devil is a lie come on is you you face painting and you have like brown people that are actually gorgeous that they wouldn't even fucking look twice at they look 10 times better than you that they wouldn't even throw 50 cent at well those are actual black women and we can't be out here supporting that type of nonsense karen can't be but (laughs) but you know what it is though it's it's that kind of like the reason why she was fooling people quote unquote was because people look for black women that look like that right like those are the ones that get all the like when i go through the natural hair hashtag on instagram i don't see anybody with 4c hair i see Mm. 1a and 2a so they think that that the way a black woman looks or the way their hair is is based on people who aren't you know aren't my complexion or karen's complexion they don't have hair like ours Mm. oh don't get me to speaking about that youtube is fucking terrible about that you go on youtube a lot of people use youtube for tutorials and Mm -hmm. it's a lot of dark people out there who used to uh, make a lot of money but they changed their algorithms so a lot of those people couldn't make the money and when you go on they have these people out here particularly with people who actually are learning their hair for the first time you you, they actually telling people stuff that will fuck their hair up because you have to know your hair you've got to know your hair and a lot of times what it is is one of those things where they promote whiteness now it's nothing wrong with you being light skinned and having curly hair and difficult hair I'm not knocking that at all but everybody doesn't have that hair some people have nappy curly kinky hair like mine and we want to be served too but i have to search i mean i'm talking about really search to find people like nappy fool and some of these other people that have hair like mine i shouldn't have to search when i go in for natural hair they should pop up like everybody else well i have her uh instagram live video here i will play some of it for you guys 
want to make my mama proud. You guys are not doing anything with your life. You may not see it, but I'm trying to do. I'm trying to accomplish something, and you guys oh are preventing God, me okay. from that. All y'all haters, <laughs> like I'm trying to accomplish my dreams. If you don't like me, just block me. I didn't do anything to you. Okay. So let's move on. Zero to hundred. Why does she sound like a five year old? Because she is. Um, Karen, zero to hundred. Oh, she get a hundred. Bossy. Uh, seventy five. Seventy five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she get a hundred. She done dipped herself in coconut caramel and talking about she not white. Get out of my face. Yeah, I gotta give her a hundred. Okay, that that's egregious. That's so. I just. I I don't I just don't believe her. Oh, like oh I don't believe her at all. Yeah, like I just like it's almost it's like it would have not fucked with me as bad until you tried to lie to my face with such a ridiculous. Was like yeah. I mean when it's cold outside I'm a white woman. When it's dark I'm black. I don't see. Sometimes I use very dark makeup on my face to and, match the rest of my body, which is covered by clothes. I have to do that and, and you act like we don't know other white people that are white all here around right. what the hell is happening here god and the thing is that for me it's like i it's a hundred percent but i took 25 off because i blamed the people who mm. followed her thinking that she was Black. like light skin or biracial uh, or whatever but it's like clearly you know that people think that right. you never said it but you know that that's what people think of you so mm-hmm. you saying it or not saying it is immaterial it's like a person without a wedding ring going to the club and being like well of course i'm married i just don't know why these people keep hollering at me <laughs> and having sex with me in the bathroom i don't I, I never said i was married or wasn't married they this is just their thing okay uh, <laughs> you're like what <laughs> all right um so i'll give bossy the uh choice for the next segment okay and uh we can baller alert Uh, i wish i wish i had one we don't have any stories if we did we would cover it um we can either do uh white people news or we can do guest race oh god white people news all right final answer white people news it is now everybody knows when we do white people news we have to start with uh white people's uh music okay Mm -hmm they uh do some cover songs of the songs that we have made popular um and today is no exception i got me queued up one and let me put the video so i can share it is it showing on y'all screen karen <laughs> not yet there okay. you go okay now it's starting to show yes. all right uh go to youtube and uh pull up one of these white classics not the classics uh <laughs> um all right we'll see if an ad plays first i don't seem like it's going uh white people news is brought to you by bevel that's right uh matter of fact i'm gonna pause this for a second so i can do the bevel read and it'll load in the background um bevel is the first and only shaving system design for uh coarse people with coarse hair and curly hair and sensitive skin we were just talking about that uh 4c okay well bevel is trying to help you and your 4c hair okay on your face get it cut all off and look nice and neat it comes with like a whole shaving system that is specifically designed for you i'm talking about like they got restoring cream 
they got like this pre-cream like this rub oil you put on your your face to like get your pores open and everything uh it comes with instructions in case you've never shaved like this before okay um they also uh comes with it's the dish to the straight raver it comes with a uh, shaving cream so like it teaches you this whole little method you get a brush all this stuff um and uh look a lot of y'all have young black men in your lives soon they will need to start shaving now i can't speak for them but i know for me i had to shave with like some products that were not made for black men and your face up like you're going through a time where you're already getting acne you're going through a time where you're getting your your beard is not going to connect okay Ah! uh (laughs) like you're dealing with image issues as is the least you can do is get them a shaving system that is designed for them man so they'll feel comfortable and it makes a great christmas gift you can get 20 percent off right now of your uh first shaving kit go to bevel.com slash tbgwt all lowercase and it'll come up and uh yeah like i said hook yourself up get that 20 percent off the code is automatically applied the discounts automatically applied at bevel dot get bevel.com slash lowercase tbgwt that's get bevel.com slash lowercase tbgwt all right now to the music all right remember bossy wanted to do this all right Uh. (laughs) you say you gotta go how you want me how you want me when you gotta go the feeling is reckless of knowing it's selfish knowing i'm desperate getting all in your love falling all over love do it the little test Hanging out the back, all up in your lap. Like, is you coming home? Is you out with her? I don't care as long as you're here by 10 30, no later than drop them draws. Give me what I want. My man is my man, is your man hurt? Oh my god, is that what he's singing? That is. My man is my man, is your man hurt? It's her man. Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. How do you satisfy through the weekend? You're like nine to five and I'm the weekend. Make him lose his mind every weekend. You take Wednesday, Thursday, then just send him my way. You think I got it calling for the weekend. I gotta say I'm in the mood for a little bit more that. I mean, I'm saying what kind of deal is two days. I need me at least about four of them, more of them, more of you on me, on us. Just tell me you want me yeah, Monday. And I'll be at your door, ready to take a place. Ready to give you what you've been missing on weekdays. What you've been waiting for at 10.30, no later than drop them drops. Give me what I want. My man is my man, is your man, her is her man too. Oh, my man is my man, is your man, her that's her man. Tell him, Jay. Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, I just satisfied through the weekend. You're like nine to five and I'm the weekend. Make him lose his mind every weekend. You like Tuesday, Thursday, 
then just send them my way. Think I got it covered for the weekend. Oh, oh he freestyling now. Get it, dog. Yes, Jay. Think I got it covered for the weekend. Think I got it covered for the weekend. Thank you, Jay. We needed that spiritual <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> Definitely giving a thumbs up on uh on YouTube for this. Yeah, they flipping channels. It does sound like elevator music. It does. It does. I do wow. feel feel like I'm shopping at Publix right now. <laughs> Come on. He just came on. Um, let me see. Is there any Trump news? I'm you? pretty sure his parents didn't pay for piano lessons for ten years for that um i mean maybe i don't know i don't know he's uh appropriating us and uh it's okay now let's get into these white people molly cyrus admits her mother tish oh god hey molly cyrus admits her mother tish is responsible for her smoking weed again hmm okay yeah apparently molly cyrus's mama is a bad influence uh molly has often spoke candidly of her previous drug use revealing last summer she decided to quit smoking marijuana but now she's 26 and she revealed her mother tish 51 is the reason she has begun smoking weed again the pop star who rose to fame when she starred in Dis- as disney's uh hannah montana admitted that she restarted smoking weed with her mom but only when she's not working she told the son we talk a little every now and then you know my mom got me back on it when i'm not just when i'm just working i don't think i function at my highest most intelligent most being able to be as aware and as present so i don't smoke when i work the revelation came just over a year after she addressed her decision to quit smoking last september she explained she wanted to keep a clear head to work on her new music and album younger now the wrecking ball singer claimed that the smoking the drug had affected her energy levels and hindered her ability as a performer it doesn't allow me to have as much energy as i like to have or to focus on my work i really want to be clear about my music for me i wanted to be clear-headed the blonde beauty first spoke of her decision to quit smoking marijuana in may 2017 admitting during her appearance on the tonight show with jimmy fallon that no one has ever smoked as much as i did to which snoop showed up and said for real uh and the cheech and chong was in the background like okay um the revelation that molly has started smoking weed again thanks to her mother comes after she recently spoke about how she's trying to stay positive despite the devastating loss of her malibu home last month the nothing breaks like a heart singer's home which was she shares with liam her fiance liam hemsworth are they still together good for them i didn't know that didn't know that either engagement ever right well actually uh, no uh in malibu was destroyed by the massive woolsey fire speaking on the air with ryan seacrest she said oh ryan seacrest back on the air Man, nobody gets canceled we told y'all well i'll be damned they slid that one right by everybody huh <laughs> I, I thought that motherfucker was was mm-hmm. persona non grata that's a hard working man uh honestly i'm really g- good kind of i'm in a really good kind of healing place right now the daughter of billy ray cyrus who was busy promoting her new single nothing breaks like a heart said her mother has given her valuable advice following a devastating wildfire my dad has always told me life is a series of adjustments sometimes we never understand what our parents are telling us until we start to experience life more because they learn those things as they go so i'm starting to really understand what that means now that her home is burned down 
um let's see who else was out here in these white streets oh a fave sandra bullock sandy as i call her um she has a new netflix movie coming out called the bird box i believe i think it's a movie okay um i don't know if you guys have seen the previews she's blindfolded she's with her daughter on the island Mm-mm. just me okay um <laughs> boss are you still there oh i did see that. Okay. no no, no okay. i sorry right. I, I am here i did right. when i went to see both that oh you, you broke up a little bit you said when you went to see what bohemian yeah. rhapsody oh yes i saw because i don't watch i don't watch tv mm-hmm. so i watched internet so i don't see a lot of like trailers or commercials or stuff so it was the first time i saw that and i was like isn't this it's like the reverse of that hearing movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a quiet place. <laughs> yes. Reverse of that hearing movie. Yeah. It was a blind place or whatever. Um, Oscar winner Sandra Bullock flashed her Hollywood smile as she emerged from her Sao Paulo hotel, Sao Paulo hotel, uh, wearing fall style floral for Comic Con experience, CCXP on Monday the oceans eight actress easily defied her 54 years in the frilly collared cream and maroon frock and black stiletto selected by stylist elizabeth stewart the virginia born beauty attended a netflix promotional event at the four seasons hotel with her bird box producer dylan clark and her castmate trevante rose who plays tom oh trevante in that movie trevante i was wondering what happened to trevante come on y'all see more people gonna see this than i know when i log into my netflix is gonna show me trevante because it always show me the black people in their movies <laughs> they said that it don't do that but guys if i take a screenshot of my motherfucking netflix y'all will be like it does um <laughs> um let's see uh yeah the hairstylist lona vigi blew out sandra's signature straight brunette mane and makeup artist sabrini bedrani made sure she was ready for her brazilian fan cell phone cameras bullock plays mallory shannon in susan byer's sci-fi dystopian drama which hit select u.s theaters this thursday and then streams on netflix starting december 21st isn't me uh, i'm on movie starting to do that netflix movies do it but okay. not everybody but some movies actually you know what though you're right mm-hmm. because um god i can't remember game night did that right mm-hmm. i want to say game night did that it was in the theaters for like two weeks and then it was like streaming at your at home yeah i think a lot of them doing that thing uh that fandango it's not mm-hmm. fandango but they're but they're coming out and they're playing it limited and then just going straight to netflix yeah i would pay all the money for the i hate going to the movies mm-hmm. i hate it i think i've seen two movies in the last two years at a theater wow i would live for that i would you know what i used to do i don't care anymore y'all can fire me i i would want to see a movie the way my anxiety is set up i would watch the movie and if i liked it then i would buy a ticket on fandango oh that's nice of you Mm, okay so they would get your money yeah yes if i I had some i personally love the movies i don't know why and i love going to the movies i like sitting all the way up front well not all the way up front but very close to the front i like i like the whole experience and the thing is i've gotten bougie with movie theaters now uh if i can't pick my seat and they don't recline i'm not going oh that is the other thing i did forget to add (laughs) Our, our, our theater that we go to now has reclining like the seats look like lazy boys almost Mm -hmm. yeah when i was in chicago 
yeah and then me and karen you know when we like i try to pick where we can get like a love seat kind of thing going mm-hmm. where it's just the two seats Aww. by themselves so so that's, that's disgusting yeah so that's not that bad <laughs> that's not that bad um and then we make out no just kidding um <laughs> uh, that is like a there's a part of age that no one talks about when you make the leap from going to the movies because you just need a place to make out because you don't own anything right to to, mm. to being like i just want to see the movie can you please calm down yeah. thank you yeah, i just wanted to see that's why i'm here i'm not movie hopping movies I, cost too much now thank you come <laughs> right right i need to see the whole previews and the credits now uninterrupted because they charged me 20 dollars. So. right you're like look i can't foot the movie nothing else right. I, i'm here for the movie oh god stop the other bullshit you got happening keep your hands me. in your seats and let's all pay attention keep, to the film come on keep your pants up i'm here for the movie people i turn it to like the directors because movies now they know that people like bossy like watch them at home and then buy tickets off and they go so like now they all start with the director like care. the the directors make you feel guilty for they're like they're like thank you for just being here <laughs> they're like <laughs> i'm like you don't need to do this we are obviously the people who made it like we came out to see you we made and, the cut and they're like it takes thousands of people to make a movie yeah they do many of them are not stars making millions of dollars some of their children are owing money to the schools because they don't afford lunch but oh we're so thankful that you showed up and i am ava duvernay and this is my dream and i'm always like i mean yeah but like ava let's go okay that was 30 extra seconds i don't need but oh but that's me now that's me they cost that much that i'm like karen it takes thousands of people to make a movie please yeah. keep your hands on your side of the seat to like this i'm an adult <laughs> yeah, right. i don't get the student discounts right. i don't get the kids discounts so i'm paying right. full adult ass price everyone let's focus um east carolina university grad the east carolina university grad last may headlines crashing her miss congeniality to classmate dolly parton's access hollywood interview on wednesday with jennifer aniston there's a lot of whiteness in that sentence ha oh there's trevante her and uh the dude that runs netflix i think or is he the oh no the producer dylan clark uh and then her and trevante rose i will say man sundra bullock is one of those white women that does not look her age Mm-mm. you know we are always talking about the ones that do <laughs> and the ones that have that look worse we don't talk about sandy enough man sandy sandy has managed to keep it looking youthful mm-hmm. take care of herself mm-hmm um the golden globe winner delivered a tray of tequila shots limes and chases to the dumpling stars are you for real the 49 year old friends alone gas i can't do this delicious the 72 year old country legend then remarked i feel like kathy lee and hoda wait wait why are you talking about dolly parton now so dolly parton okay this happens a lot in the white people news so dolly parton was doing access hollywood interview Mm -hmm. and sandra bullock and jennifer aniston crashed it with some drinks and they started drinking on camera um oh okay i didn't see that i didn't see that 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 that, that, uh twist coming yeah and dolly parton's interview was for um dumpling which is a new movie on netflix about a girl in a beauty pageant okay netflix is like everybody you got an idea i heard it was good but then also like i don't know body posi twitter is kind of hard to follow because like if you do a movie involving somebody fat it's got to hit like the right respectabilities or that's fucked up 
um right. so and like i don't i can never tell because it's like always people that are writing pieces that are like finally a great movie and it's a romance and it's this and it's somebody and then the next piece is like netflix fucks it up again the worst so i don't know i don't know either at home sandra is the mother of son luis bardo turning nine next month and six-year-old daughter layla who she adopted in 2010 2015 bullock reportedly first met her photographer boyfriend brian randall back in 2015 after hiring him to shoot her son's fifth birthday bash the 52 year old ex-con already raised his college-age daughter scholar with deceased ex janine janine so a lot of information going mm-hmm. sandy is dating the he's X-Con. fine as fuck though that so, dude is fine as fuck is that her felon bay yes <laughs> <laughs> uh drew barrymore and will koppelman uh they're in the white people news they continue to be friendly exes as they take their girls for lunch mm. yeah okay I feel like this happens a lot with rich people well rich white people where they're like divorced but they still cool because like <laughs> we're still rich and it's like oh yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah like I need, especially I need... when they both came in with money if right. it, when it's always like acrimonious and like ah horrible when one person was poor yeah i need like uh i need my black celebs to step it up in this department a little bit more ah. we got a few too many contentious like future ciara relationships i want to see more like drew barrymore and this guy i never heard of relationships okay uh khalifa khalifa and uh amber rose yeah they've gotten there now yeah because when it started it was bad but it seemed like it's good now oh that's a good thing yeah. i i looked up sandra bullock's boyfriend and yeah, yeah he done robbed somebody somebody <laughs> gave him all the money okay <laughs> all right sandra bullock's man yes he fine oh. that's on pepper hell that, oh okay um they vowed to make their children their first priority when they revealed they had filed divorce back in april 2016 and drew barrymore and will Copperman have been true to their word Aww. on saturday the couple was seen together uh out together again as they took their daughters frankie four and six-year-old olive for lunch in chile new york city i really like drew barrymore guys mm-hmm. and i don't know why i just do. do every time i see we her just watch her grow, grow up yeah i like her energy yeah i grew up with her mm-hmm. yeah and she's been through some shit right yeah you know i like i don't know i just like her uh the family were all bundled up as they left the eatery the 43 year old actress donned eye-catching black and white houndstooth check overcoat and a long white scarf with black stripes that she wrapped around her neck the charlie's angel star teamed them with black pants and black sneakers as she checked out her phone carrying a newspaper under her arm Mm. she's also wearing shades the oh oh wait they got to it wearing shades over her eyes drew finished off her ensemble with a black newsboy cap an art consultant will 40 wore a khaki padded jacket over blue i guess jacket over blue corduroy why is this moving stop what is going on oh they know who he is apparently Mm -hmm oh yeah over blue corduroy pants and suede boots their little brunette olive uh wore a black knee-length padded coat and pink tights her younger blonde oh sister well these are the details okay you ask for white people daily news. mail kills me with that like they go into oh okay keep going like she had no <laughs> socks on on her trust <laughs> her trust comforter 
uh her younger blonde sisters look snug in a burgundy padded coat with a fur collar black tights with pink hearts on the knees and cowboy boots that oh i used to wear cowboy boots when i was a kid mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that the amic <laughs> i said that like i was a celebrity a lot of people don't know back in the day i was uh quite the cowboy boots uh enthusiast <laughs> also like dukes of hazard so when y'all see me get canceled that'll be what it was a yes. picture a picture of me cutting my dukes of hazard cake when i was six and i'm gonna have to be like yeah your mom and daddy was like them people looked at them like what they were I'm, like yeah that's what we want i'm gonna have to apologize for my my picture of me when i was six that's gonna be my apology is like the receipts finally came in y'all <laughs> oh, I, I bet there's a clip out there singing just a good old boy hbo gave us a show and guys i have to say i'm sorry for being a fan of Bo and duke okay um i love the dukes of hazard they were so good they were just some good old boys never meaning no harm it definitely didn't hold up mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah in hindsight uh very problematic <laughs> of course extremely very problematic um and the thing is i'm so glad i saw it when i was young and before i knew anything about like sex and attraction and shit because like other people would be like those days at dukes and i'll be like what are y'all even talking about (laughs) they were jumping over a fucking bridge in a car and you looking at some shorts okay you didn't understand the concept right like you fucking weirdos i want to play with my confederate car why are we talking about shorts and (laughs) y'all talking about booty ugh yuck uh <laughs> i remember the day i remember the day that it all came together like i was literally in high school like just nodding off like not paying attention i was like the general lee confederate flags <laughs> boss hawk like <laughs> did your mind explode listen i remember it because i was in black history uh month class and uh they showed that confederate flag and i was like <gasps> that's what i've been supporting bo how could you how could you not you i thought you was one of the good ones oh you said you never meant no harm (laughs) i am harmed by this bo what is happening here oh now i'm rooting for boss hog all these years i thought the day they was born no wonder you've been in trouble with the law you damn rebels <laughs> i'm rooting against boss hog he the only one trying to bring y'all to justice <laughs> um with the law sister daddy was born making the way all right yes <laughs> where they know how <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> the amicable exes are last seen out together. Yes. Woo Oh, just cancel me. I love that shit. My cancel reel. That'll be on it. <laughs> this is why you, 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 you He says he don't like racism. But uh in this picture wearing a cowboy hat cowboy boots and cutting his duke of hazard cat cake he appears to be a confederate sympathizer to me but that's y'all's fave that's y'all's fave my fave would never i guess y'all just letting people cook these days 
<laughs> look what y'all letting pass we just giving people a whole podcast and everything out here oh my god i'm going my head hurts i can't laugh <laughs> i'm gonna be i'm gonna be i'm gonna be, I'm be, I'm be shirtless with pearl necklace on in the bed uh, doing, in, with the, the grayscale clip talking about <laughs> man i'm not gonna let all the craziness get to me okay it's a lot of craziness <laughs> out there you know people need to just grow up i am 40 okay you don't believe people change <laughs> i don't even <laughs> like deuce hazard no more Mm-mm. not even the remake um <laughs> by the way uh so i i've never talked to bossy about this but i didn't see the remake of deuce hazard and not because of the racism but because they didn't have a confederate sign on the car i was like who the fuck want to see that why did y'all even do the fucking movie you can't like this is stupid yeah like i was i had they had one chance to get me in the theater and it was gonna have to be that confederate flag on that car and they didn't do it i said man fuck this movie is it just an orange charger it's just an orange car yeah like it might it might have blue stripes but it didn't have that confederate i'm like what is this an origin story put the fucking flag on the car roger did you be like stop it stop it right now this is stupid i just look i there's certain things i've talked about on this show where i'm like i understand it will piss most black people off but for me i need my racism authentic i don't like this <laughs> i don't like this postmodern bullshit we do where we tell a story involving like racist shit and we just keep it's, it's like you're insulting me like you're telling me that this is not real like no there's some people that have confederate cars um that are not racist i'm like okay i can believe that in the 80s but like if you do it in the 2000s like put the motherfucking confederate car on put it on there <sighs> stupid oh my god oh so it's just so what did they even call it the generally right i don't know because i never saw it because i was mad it wasn't just lee and i didn't jessica simpson play the cow the uh yeah, daisy do play daisy oh, yeah i don't i don't remember because i didn't watch the remake either yeah well i didn't uh, watch it either but now I'm, it, it was um sean william scott mm-hmm. who was like the guy a fave a fave of mine and then the guy <laughs> and then the guy from jackass knox uh, yeah johnny, johnny knoxville. knoxville now that was a bad cast but really yeah it, none of this works these yeah. are not this is not uh, bowen bowen luke dude. not at all not at all Very i had the biggest crush on who was the blonde one i loved him so much uh i think luke was the, i think it's bow yeah right? boo i think luke was the dark hair one and bow was a blonde as i believe oh, i loved him they were I just grew up in stillwater oklahoma in my defense i grew up in north carolina in mine i don't know if that's really a defense i still was black but whatever i enjoyed it i enjoyed it <laughs> they not, look there's a magical time in a black child's life before you know the truth <laughs> And you're so oblivious you can enjoy things before you get woke and then you're like wait a minute why the black gi joe got a talking rhyme I'm like uh-oh <laughs> now the baby militant it's, so true. it's like it's over now he realized that roadblock is always rapping and all the rest of the white people talk normal <laughs> they're like we need to get over there and attack cobra and he's over there like well if it's time to go say yo joe it's like who wrote that <laughs> why they why they write the black man that way and the other nigga was uh I know. And was alpine was, and he always went to the north pole which made no sense oh like, at, <laughs> at this moment this when roger became woke right wait a minute all right um 
anyway drew barrymore took her um her and her ex were hanging out with their kids uh we'll do one more white people news let me see what else we have um white people got up to a lot of stuff today so there's apparently i'm sitting here like did i choose wrong Mm, well i mean look uh, it's relaxing ain't nobody upset yeah we're having fun we're talking dukes of hazard you know you never know where it's gonna take you jennifer aniston is in the white people news a white uh 49 years old also another white woman uh that doesn't look her age Mm-mm. took care of herself um you know what it is too. been around a long time i'm gonna tell you why she why she doesn't look that old to me she didn't let brad pritt stress her out okay facts angelina jolie thought she won but uh <laughs> you thought wrong motherfucker jen jen won in the end okay yes yeah, she did she got a stress-free life she was over there like listen she was over there i'm living my best life mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh jennifer anderson is not on instagram twitter or snapchat well that's another reason why and in the new well, issue who's on snapchat um i don't know, I, don't know. So I guess somebody i don't know rihanna canceled it and it ain't never been the same <laughs> that is true uh in, in the new issues of l issue of l magazine the 49 year old dumpling actress reveals why she has not and will not join social media the estranged wife of justin thoreau said it has to do with her pets mm. the one thing i have is maintaining the little circle of sanctity that's my own she said said the cover girl who is best known for friends if i'm sitting here posting something about my dogs or i'm boomeranging my coffee mug in the morning that just giving away one more piece of something that is mine the movie queen has been very private about her personal life often not commenting on her love life it don't stop y'all from asking i know that much oh set it off in the desert with them legs i see you 49 year old legs go ahead girl that's a beautiful shot of her ain't it i'm telling you see this is why she look good she's just out here like over all of us she like instagram for what so y'all could call me names <laughs> i got leg exercises to do come on i got crunches to do bitch i have carbs to avoid uh and <laughs> she has yet to give any hints about her divorce from thoreau and when it will when it will be finalized her privacy only fuels speculation and makes her tabloid fodder but that seems to be fine with aniston as it does help promote her projects this story appears in january 2019 issue of l on newsstands december 18th as far as having kids she said the scientific advances enabling people to have children later in life are great oh she went with the nipples out on this one <laughs> she, she, i was like oh she like check these bad boys out blow you know face uh l, your body i ain't know l was like like that um asked about the prospect of having children she revealed she's keeping her options open she explained who knows what the future holds in terms of a child and a partnership how that child comes in or doesn't and now with science and miracles we can do any we can do things at different times than we used to be able to um that's actually a very great non-answer mm-hmm <laughs> like, that's what, a very great none of your business answer. what do you think about having children children are a construct that are made of smaller people that exist <laughs> in a world where they come in or don't come in and may be part of my life or may not be part of my life because in the space-time continuum anything is possible 
<laughs> the horrible boss star uh, who was thrust into the spotlight after finding fame on hit sitcom friends back in 1994 also lightly touched upon her marriages to brad pitt and thoreau more pictures of her uh stunning people man mm-hmm. they really went out to the desert and gave her just mad dresses like do something with this uh she said my marriages have been very successful in my personal opinion and when they come to an end it was a choice that was made because we choose to be happy and sometimes happiness didn't exist within that arrangement anymore her honest interview is accompanied by a string of stunning images one of which shows jen defiantly going braless beneath a semi-sheer white vest top defiantly uh as as opposed to the rest of y'all out here going resoundingly uh braless resigning yourself to braillessness nar defiance another snap shows the age-defined beauty who was styled by allison edmund while in a snakeskin print mini dress that boasts a flattering heart neckline as well as glistening jumper dress that shows off her trademark tan toned legs and that is all the pictures of her uh and the cover says no looking back i'm telling you man she she is aging great she knows what she's mm-hmm. doing um and i and it sounds like i mean not to speculate too much sound like she's not letting men stress her out mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like oh this ain't working oh we can go all right <laughs> her whole approach was like uh happiness first and these niggas wouldn't make me happy so anyway <laughs> hand me that snake skin dress um all right come on last thing sore ratchetness get out of here charges over a samurai sword attack that almost severed a father's hand ouch a 20 year old man has been charged over an alleged samurai sword attack in which a midland father nearly lost his hand police have charged the midland man with grievous bodily harm and he is due to appear in perth magistrate's court today malcolm waters a 44 year old spray painter came within millimeters of losing his right hand as it was almost severed with a samurai sword he underwent seven hours of surgery to have it reattached it is alleged the father too was attacked after arguing with two dirt bike riders hooning near hooning what is hooning is that a thing mm-hmm. spell a, it h-o-o-n-i-n-g oh, i don't know what that is i just searched google for it because i have never heard of hooning me either that's gotta be a typo right hooning activities can include speeding burnouts donuts or screeching tires those commonly identified as being involved in Huni are young and predominantly male drive oh so like like what people like like you know those kind of things in their car uh-huh like when you're spinning out and you're making like patterns in the dirt doing circles and shit like writing words and shit that's what it's called that's called Huni. Hmm. is that on the daily mail that's some some british shit this is some british shit this is okay. from where is this from perthnow.com au oh so it's some australian oh, shit. yeah yeah okay so we don't call it that they call it something else i here. don't know what we call it here i don't even know what we call it mm-hmm. acting stupid <laughs> <laughs> they were acting stupid near his ferguson street home in midland last saturday afternoon before a group of five people returned and a physical confrontation erupted 
so he basically told him to cut that shit out and they left and they came back with five deep and a sword oh uh the they allegedly attacked uh the alleged attack didn't have to happen said mr waters and he described his initial reaction to his injury that was likely to prevent him working for several months was believed for certain that his hand was gone i thought i was going to bleed out my hand was hanging down i was shocked for a minute so i picked up my hand tried to stick it back on he said yo australians are made of different shit than us yo they're like oh mate you chopped off me hand and then just fucking stick it back (laughs) on what accent was that (laughs) that's uh my australian accent did he put it on ice what's happening he said that's not a hand (laughs) (laughs) it's not really a hand it's my hand that's not a hand this is a hand and he put up a different hand I'm sorry, Wong. I can't do y'all's accent. Uh, we're, we're terrible. Please. Uh, us. but I do like that this nigga was tough enough to try to stick his hand back on. I would have been screaming in the middle of the road, like Luke Skywalker when he got his hand cut off. I would have been like, "No!" They're like, "Just kill him. Just kill him. He's he's never gonna be the same." No. All right, guys. Listen, we've had fun today. Had a ball, Bossy. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Bossy. Thank you for having me. It's been two years no three years wow really it's been it's that been long three years yeah i was in nigeria i was in nigeria it was wow. three years ago oh my god yeah well look don't be a stranger i no. I, I do this with all my friends and it's, it's a bad habit of mine but the door is always welcome if you want to come on and just mm-hmm. and be silly with us like we justin you. i had so much fun so make sure you guys do this do it before bossy gets canceled okay guys like or else what one is gonna happen first yeah before that before our dukes of hazard love goes viral do it ah! do it now guys go out and uh pre-order her book uh you can get it everywhere you get books mm-hmm. all right um but uh amazon barnes and noble books a million indie bound pre-order the book i'm telling the truth but i'm lying bossy ickby i'll put the link in the show notes and uh we'll be back uh soon we'll be back in a day or two depending on how we feel until next time i love you i love you too